Hi everyone and welcome to Cooking Goals. You're listening to The Cooks and here we talk to motivated people who are actually doing something, how they got to where they are and their goals for the future. The aim of this podcast is to inspire people to create goals for themselves, to push towards and surpass them, whether it be small goals like running a four minute kilometre or big goals like owning a home. I want this space to be somewhere people can come for inspiration, to listen in on a great conversation, hopefully learn something and in the process create goals for the future. In the name of this podcast, I'm slowly kicking my own goals. I'm releasing my weekly email again tomorrow, and I've already had two episodes of the podcast this month. We even discussed goals in today's episode. I mentioned one of my bigger goals at the end, so stay tuned for that one. This week, I've helped some top guys in sports nutrition put together some standardized diets for triathletes in testing and completed hydration analysis for junior kayakers, so I'm not missing out while I'm on holidays. Today, we talked to an old school friend, Jake Harris. He's a big man with a big voice, a big brain, and even bigger heart. So let's get into it. Before we start today, please take a moment to listen to a word from our sponsors. Prept is a revolutionary hydration enhancer backed by over 20 years of research and testing. Prept is consumed pre and post exertion and is proven to boost the hydration of any electrolyte drink and water, helping you perform at your peak longer and recover sooner. Prept uses a unique resistant starch design to enhance fluid absorption in the gut, which has an untapped potential to absorb up to 5 litres of fluid per day. Prept is used by current professional triathletes Tim Reed, Nicholas Dougal, and Stephen McKenna. You can shop at their website in the description of this episode for their pre-exercise prime and post-exercise recover hydration products in strawberry, kiwi, and mango passion fruit flavors. Ready, prepped, go. So today we're talking to Jake Harris, who is a big thinker and in my eyes is a future entrepreneur. It's good to finally catch up across the table. How are you? Good, thank you, Nathan. Good, thank you. We're, we're looking over lovely... Uh... Burley Beach here. It's it's amazing, incredible spot, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's a place I'm, to be. I reckon. Far out. Mover and a shaker up here. I used to watch you train from up here, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. reminded me of a bit of a younger Johnny Ibrahim. It's <laughs> like you're up on the cliffs in Sydney. So yeah, no, well, this is good. You're a bit familiar for that more down that way, aren't you? Yes. Oh, I, I I didn't live in Sydney um, when I was any age. Like I moved out of Sydney when I was five uh, to the Central Coast, which is an hour north. Yeah. Uh, but I've always been familiar with Sydney going down. I go down there heaps. Like, um, I've got family down there. I'm down there a couple times a year easily. I've got a brother that lives there now. So I'm pretty familiar with Sydney and the area and the characters and, yeah. you know, what's what down there and all that sort of thing. We stay familiar with that sort of area as well through business and everything like yeah. that as well. So, Well, I didn't know that. I was talking to actually um, Kai Ward. He went to, he dates my cousin. Kyle Ward, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. Think he's, um, he played in my brother's footy. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, you know, Jake's brother's like a pro footy player. And I was like, well, Jake's the oldest. He's like, yeah, I know. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, so is that true? So he's yeah, Zane. My bro- yeah, my brother Zane. He's playing. He um, he's been he's been going well of late. He mm. he was always like a he was always that player when he was real young. He was naturally gifted, and then it got to an age where he had to start to work really hard. Yeah. So and and that's what I'll give him credit. Where credit's due, we're, we're not really a house that blows smoke up each other's ass, to tell you the truth. And yeah. In in um, to, to before we start, I might slip in a few swear words here for no. the audience. So if you <laughs> if you if you um, don't like the swear words or the or the cussing or anything like that, maybe yeah, might might not be. Uh, <laughs> you might not be my biggest fan. Enjoy this episode. Yeah, yeah, you might not be. You might think that Jake's a bad guy, but um, it's all through passion but yeah, yeah my brother Zane he, he's down there at the moment playing uh, with the Manly Sea Eagles so last year he was at the Sydney Roosters um, and he's, he's really been killing it he's had to move out of home obviously we're on the Gold Coast here 
uh, moved out at 18 years old. He, he was just before he turned 18. So, mm. wait, no, just before he turned 19, sorry. Yeah, yeah so, and he's, he's down there on his own, li- living by himself, and he's sort of, he's living what we were talking about earlier, that mm. bit of an a, a athlete lifestyle, but yeah. except he's a, a rugby league player. So, That's awesome. he's a, he's a uh, if you know your rugby league, he's a six foot four, six foot five halfback. <laughs> So you you go figure that out if you know the game. He's tall. Yeah, there's not too many halfbacks that are six foot five. So, but he's he's going really well. So we're all proud of him, and he's he's one of the clan that's that's doing things, and he's yeah, getting to that age where he's making some calls. So it's good. That's really cool, and definitely like for when you're away from home to have that independence to be able to make those decisions. Like yeah. obviously he's calling home, like hey, I've got this, you know, I've got this contract, or I've got this happening, or yeah. I'm living here. What's your advice? But ultimately, it's his decision to be out of like, all right, for I'm sure. going to move teams, or I'm going to, for sure, you know, I need to recover for this. Or oh, so. and that's the thing—you can see it. He's been down there a year, and and you can already see the maturity. You can already see the growth in him yeah. as, a, as a person. Like it's, and eight, it's not hard yeah. to see. A lot of eighteen-year-olds moving out of home won't be doing what he's doing. You no, know what I mean? and yeah. and that's the thing. He's got he's from a fairly stable sort of house, and he's from he's from. Um, he's got family down there that are stable and everything mm. like that. So he's got no excuse. To go off the rails, if yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So he's he's pretty um he, and he's pretty alert and aware to to what he's doing and, and what his goals are. He's pretty goal orientated, mm-hmm. like like a lot of our family. Yeah, are, I was going to say yeah. that's the question in here today as well. So yeah, so he's he's on he's on a good track, and we're not not pushing him to do anything. It's just all all up to him. Yeah, all up to him. And if it goes well, then beautiful. And if it doesn't, well, he he doesn't come home no <laughs> no. He, he, if it doesn't go well then he, he finds something else you know it's Things not like this is on, yeah, yeah exactly it's not I, I don't think that um, I think there's a lot of especially in sports in general there's a lot of pressure on young people to make it if oh yeah there's a lot of pressure it's a fine so. line as well you know like we've yeah. been to school with a few people who are you know making big calls and stuff playing rugby or playing footy yeah. in the state teams or you know, even you know, Brittany Broben yeah, and stuff like 100%. that. And it's like, well there's a fine line between you know being pro and being amateur like, yeah yeah, yeah. So. and and it's it's a lot of I, I find the the big thing I have with it, especially around young people at the moment, just because I know of a fair few incidences, is and and I'll say it on here, I'm not a fan of it, is mm. is pressure put on these young athletes from mm. potentially coaches, from parents, from people that are older, people around them that are meant to be their support crew, but step back and and are you actually supporting the person when you're pretty much saying, listen, when you make it, you're going to buy me a house? Yeah. You know, like that 18-year-old's that thinking, I've got to buy my mum a house with the money I make from my first contract. Yeah. Hang on a second. You're not, you don't have the contract yet. Yeah, exactly. And then they think when... The dollars aren't in the bank either. When like, they might not get the contract, what are they thinking? I'm a failure and I can't buy mum the house that she wanted. Yeah. Like I've... I've, I've no multiple stories of people and and this is the this is i'm i'm not sh- sugarcoating anything yeah. like i know i know multiple stories of people that have committed suicide because of this sort of thing and mm. they're young athletes yeah. they've had an injury that's ended their career they've committed suicide like that yeah. is that is terrible nuts hey like why would a 19 year old do like, that? like, like they've got their whole life in yeah like and it, when you think of it like 20% of their life's done and it's like well, there's still 80% to try and do something else or what, learn why? something or coach or yeah. you know like, not and not even have to you know move sports why do was, different sports why, why did their support like how did their support crew not like pick up I on just, that yeah, yeah. you, you got to see the signs like it's just it's it, that's just not that's so terrible I can't even put into words how bad that makes yeah. me feel and when you read it on paper you're like well that just doesn't make sense yeah. like how can a person who's in those environments which are so supportive you know yeah. teammates friends family coaches um, recovery staff you know 
That's the um, thing. Olympic teams, all this thing, have that mindset. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. I think it's especially in the sport. Like I'm, I'm very sport. I know, mm. I know a lot of sports people. I've always grown up around sports and stuff like that. And I think I think the one area that's lacking, they've got all the they've got all the sports science, they've got all the nutrition, they've got a, a, a shitload of information about all that sort of stuff. I think the one area that's really lacking is the education for these people on what happens if if you do have an injury or what happens if you don't make the big time. There's yeah. no there's no it's like compassion or thinking about them as a human being, not an athlete as yeah. well, is a big like, thing. It's it's almost like they have their fifteen minutes of fame and then they're done with them, or they have an injury and then all of a sudden you're off the list. You're not getting your payroll anymore. This person's been been in the system for five years, thinking yeah. they're going to be a professional, say a professional football player, and then they have a, a career ending ending injury, and then they're done with. It's almost like they're, it's they're like, yeah they start talking they're the to the, they start the, talking to the reserve team and it's just like they don't even talk to the top coach mate like you're not in the team yeah they're they're, they're the pair of shoes that that you've worn enough and you, you're done with and yeah. it's in the bin like that's bullshit they're a human being yeah like they've got other skills yeah exactly like, yeah. that's the thing and I think that there there just needs to be more awareness brought to it more education like it's just it's it's pretty terrible when you're hearing about a 19 year old person killing themselves yeah because they got injured and they can't play a sport anymore yeah like, it's nuts hey there's so many other avenues like well, I think, like sports one party of your life it's only one cube oh, like it's you've got that many things around you there's that so many that, opportunities especially in this day and age like there's no there's no limitation like li- literally like 40 years ago I remember my mm. I think the other night at, at a dinner my mum was telling me when, when she came out of school they literally gave or, or the school uh, careers advisor gave her like literally four options <laughs> it was like four options of what you can be yeah and my mum was like oh they don't none of them sound all that good you yeah. know whereas now oh my god like yeah okay. four, there's four billion options like you, yeah. the, the list is endless so I just think that stuff like that's pretty sad um, yeah so pretty sad, sad. it's just and, been and failed it's a failed system it's a fail yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you're right it's, it's a failing system and I think not enough light gets shed on it Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that—that's my verdict, yeah. version of that. And hell, I know a heck of a lot of athletes that are out there killing it, and a heck of a lot of people that are out there doing great things around these athletic teams and yeah. coaches, and as you said, nutritionists like yourself and everything mm-hmm. like that. I think that the that the system is is really really good. I just think that there are areas yeah, that can be improved here and there. Yeah, for sure, exactly. like everything. Yeah. So, I like to start each episode of the podcast by telling the listeners, I guess, like how we met, or you think about like I guess your earliest memory of me. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to. I've got mine in my head, but if you just go off well, the cuff, I I don't. It's hard because we yeah. we would have met when we were pretty young. Like yeah, we, we would high met, school. Yeah. yeah, high school for sure. So we went to high school together. I can't remember the first time. Like I remember, yeah. I came into a brand new school. So like yeah. I, everyone was new. So I was sort of getting all this information. A new kid in a new school, and I knew a few people just from outside of school, from sports surf and, and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, from the surf club and everything. Um, but I think when you were like doing the surf club stuff, I was like, yeah, okay, this is a, f- a face, a familiar face. I'm going to keep running into, you know. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some people at school where you sort of you just see them at school, and then there's yeah. some people that you just see in another spot, maybe at the surf club. And then, yeah. but but when you're running into those faces, oh, he's at the the school events, then he's at the sporting events, then now I'm seeing you at the gym. So it's like, okay, this is a face that you keep running into, you know, yeah. and you can't you keep getting familiar with. So yeah. I, I think that that's. 
and and it's funny how life like works like oh, that. Oh yeah, how it rolls out. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I can even remember like <coughs> you coming into the school because I was at Marymount since the preschool, and I'm like, who's this giant dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my high school. No. <laughs> <laughs> coming into my stomping ground. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go and sock him one in the jaw. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just yeah. like little pipsqueak, like yeah. Uh, and then obviously we you know went through the years and stuff, and then we had um. We did that surf internship together at yep. Burley at the surf club there under yes. Dylan's mum and things like yeah, that. Yeah, Stacey. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a bit of fun there. Or just yeah, hanging out good. and having a bit of training and surfing and stuff. That, <laughs> that was also the, fun. The good part about that was we, um, I think that was during the, like at the, on a, it was like either a Wednesday or a Thursday or something. And usually you'd have to do a, a sport. And at the time I wasn't really crash hot on the, the sports at the school. Yeah. Like, cause I was just like, oh, you got to go get a bus to somewhere. And, and. I'm a, the biggest sports fan out of anyone yeah. but it was just like at the time the, the sporting events I, I was really into the surf club and yeah. training a lot for that so I was really focused on on my training for that I didn't want anything to if I go play uh, football yeah. and I and I break my ankle well that takes me oh. out of my, my, my number one thing you know yeah. so I, I didn't want to be um, sacri- the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the training I was doing for the surf club was too hard to start sacrificing oh, and, yeah. and playing a stupid game of football <laughs> at, for the school sport school, against yeah. nothing and it means nothing yeah, yeah. so yeah we'd go and do that um, that traineeship and it was good because we were sitting at the surf club yeah. <laughs> where, where, where we would be or, or in a classroom or something yeah. and literally just be talking with friends we were yeah. just shit talking like, yeah. and we would learn a little bit about training <laughs> like yeah. training and recovery and everything and coaching and then we'd just be shit talking. Do some water safety and get some yeah. dollars on the side. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you're making a little bit of money. So it was that was that was classic. It was good fun, hey. That was good. That was really good. That yeah. was a good time actually. It was just, just funny, just a couple of years there, just getting the oh, we're getting the taxis and stuff, remember that? We all yeah. the taxis and Yeah, things, that so. was good. Just straight from the school. People were like, What the hell? These guys are getting in a taxi, you know? Yeah, exactly. They're getting out of school <laughs> in a taxi at like Twelve thirty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, you're so, yeah, exactly. You're sort of like the mysterious crowd that gets yeah. in a taxi on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, that was funny. I remember that. What but we're going to do now is get to know you a little bit better. So if you want to put <coughs> things into bit, put things into perspective for the listeners. So you know, what do you do now and where are you at? So at the at the moment, I'm, I've finished. Uh, I'm a qualified plumber, drainer, gas fitter. So I'm a. I, I run round. Uh, the Gold Coast and Brisbane and things like that and fix people's taps and toilets and block drains. I'm mainly on the block drains and things like that. So I clear those those toilets that don't want to flush and I fix those burst pipes and things like that. And so I've done my apprenticeship. I've done my licensing. So I'm, I'm in a position where if, if I wanted to, I could um, start my own business or I could run a business or something like that. So yeah. I do have all the licenses and I've got all the extra credits and everything like that. So I've done pretty much as much as you can do without starting to get into the like engineering side of yeah. it and things like that. So I've, I've done all that and that, that's sort of my main, that's been my main thing since pretty much since leaving school. Yeah. So I've done that and, and it's been good. I work for a, for a company that's based on the Gold Coast Jet Set Plumbing. So my, my dad owns that company and started yeah. that company. So, and he's, <clears throat> he's been a plumber since he left school. Um, mm. the, the very similar, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a really, really good, um, it was really, really good apprenticeship, obviously learning a lot of new things and, and the way my life sort of panned out, my dad didn't come home from work and talk about plumbing. I remember clearly a day when I was probably about eight years old mm. when my dad told, my dad sat me down, we were sort of sitting down just watching maybe a, a game of footy or something like that. And I remember him saying, listen, what I, my, what I would like for your life is to be a be- better version of me, you know, mm. surpass what I've done, 
so I never want you to be a plumber. <laughs> That's exactly what he told me. Yeah. And I'll remember that clear as day. I don't, I don't know yeah. if he remembers it. Yeah. He might have said it one day when he's had an awful day at work or something. Yeah. And it's been a, you know, a prick of a day. And he said, I never want you to be a plumber. You've got to be something better than a plumber. <laughs> so it's always in the back of my head that, yeah. oh, God damn it. I think uh, he's, he's probably thinking every day, what are you bloody doing? I told, <laughs> I told you I told not to do it. <laughs> and, and on the days where it's a crap day, I'm like, fuck he told me not to do it it's shit <laughs> but there's also those good days so yeah. but that that's what I uh, get around doing sort of I'm pretty full on I work most like six yeah six day weeks seven day weeks it, it doesn't mm. matter to me yeah like if, if I get a weekend or I don't get a weekend it's it's irrelevant yeah yeah and that's the thing I've put down here is like you're a seven day work man like can you expand on that what do you how do you feel putting that mindset into things a lot of people are yeah, living for the weekend living for, for sure and I was and I was when I was working in hospitals up in Cairns and stuff and and at Logan, people at 4 p.m. they just drop they drop the pen for sure. Like they're in the middle of an email, they're in the middle of a phone call. Like, oh, sorry, I've got to go, mate. It's yeah. like now I understand that when it's like Friday night and I've got a date with my girlfriend. Yeah, and I understand that completely. But if it's like a, a Wednesday at 2:30, yeah, it's like what do you like? And, and I've heard your dad that already thinking about 4 p.m. Yeah, it's well, like, we we say it a lot. Like if if you if you finish at 3 p.m., you you don't finish at 3 p.m. <laughs> You switch off at 2 or yeah. one thirty. You yeah. switch off after lunch yeah. because you're thinking about 3. Yeah. So you're not your best version of yourself. Now, no. the, I remember reading a book, and, and I'm a big reader. Like, I'm a huge reader. I read a book in year 8. <clears throat> it, was called, um, it was called Limitless, or, or um, it, was a, it was a book by Michael Phelps. Um, or There Are no, or no Limits, or something like that to do with limits. I can't remember the code, but I remember, I remember the fr- front page clear as day. And, and he said in the book that... There are pretty much all the other swimmers that he knew he was swimming against. And if you don't know Michael Phelps, look him up. He's, he's only the greatest Olympian ever. Um, so, like, 24 gold medals at the Olympics. Yeah. The, cl- the next closest to him, I think, is, like, eight. Yeah. So, if, if he, he's unbelievable. But he, he used to say he knew that everyone that he was swimming against swam two times every day, and they would take Sundays off. Hmm. So what he did was he would do the session. He would do his two sessions a day each day, mm. but then he would also swim on Sunday. Mm. The thing is, he knew that no one else was swimming on a Sunday that he was because they all used it as a recovery day. Yeah. So he knew that at the end of the year he he had banked 52 more sessions than every single other person in the blocks. Now, whether the, to tell you the truth, those sessions probably he could have had the recovery day and it might have made him a better swimmer. But it wouldn't have made his mind better. Mm. So the thing is, is that he got on the blocks for the Olympic finals and he's going in to win a gold medal. The thing that he's thinking in his head is, I've done 52 more sessions than all the other blokes on this block. Realistically, I should win this event. And it's my event to lose. I've done 52 more sessions. He puts himself in a position of control and in a position of accountability. Because if he doesn't win and he's done the extra sessions, you can imagine how he'd feel. So he's taking control and he's... He's writing the narrative. Like he, yeah. he's putting himself out there and saying, "I'm doing the extra session because I know no one else is, and I know that I'm going into that next that next week tired. Yes, yeah. I'm exhausted. Yes, my body is fatigued. Yes, but everyone else's is as well. And they took yesterday off. Yesterday was a mental. They yeah. took it off mentally. I didn't take it off mentally. He's got that. He's got that eye on the prize for that four years. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah. So he knows that he banks fifty two more more sessions a year than every single other competitor. That's 200 more sessions every four years, which yeah. Olympics are every four years. He's done 208 more sessions than everyone. 
He's all over it. Yeah, exactly right. He's got that mental edge. And he would know that as well. I was listening to something this morning with Kara Saunders, and she's like a pro crossfitter. Yeah. She's one of the best in the world, female. Unbelievable. Those and, athletes are incredible. And she was just saying, like, when you look in the mirror, you know what you've done. Like, you, 100%. Like you know, you know, I've done an extra session. Or you, yep. you know when you haven't. You're like, oh, I couldn't. I just, you know, today I didn't do the extra, like, K or whatever it was. For sure. Or I didn't do the extra, you know, set of war balls or something like that. You know. Oh, so it's, and you know it in, in life. You know it if you switched off at work at 1.30. Oh, yeah. You know 100%. it. Like, you can yeah. You can lie to everyone else and you can... You can Talk as much shit as you want. You can be the best actor in the world, but mm. at, at the end of the day, you're looking in the mirror and, and you're holding yourself accountable. And if you're and if you're a real person, like if you really take yourself accountable, then you're going to think to yourself, "Well, I switched off at one thirty today. I didn't switch off at three. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. An hour an hour and a half this afternoon was pretty wasted time. I didn't do much. It wasn't very productive. And you know exactly when, when you're feeling that way. For as sure. Well. Yeah. And, and don't I, get me wrong. I do it. I do it yeah, heaps exactly. of times. You know, yeah. I'm in the gym and I'm like, fuck, like this last set, mm. like, fuck, do I really need to do it or like I, I, I'm meant to do twelve? I'm meant to do twelve chin ups and I do ten on the last set. Yeah. Like or but that's the thing. Everyone's a human being. It's just a matter of I make sure that next time I go, instead of twelve, I do fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I always I Keep I'll play catch bank. up. Yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll remember. Yeah. So yeah. I'll remember when I did switch off and then and it might be a month later when I do the, the exact same session mm. and I'll make sure or I'm doing chin ups again or whatever I'm doing, you know, I'm yeah. working in Brisbane and things like that, I'll remember, listen, uh, the last time I did this, I did slack off, but now I've got to catch it back up. Yeah. So that's it's almost and then I'll pay tax on it. And that's accountability as yeah. well. Yeah. So so I'll pay tax on it. So if I did do if I did miss two, I'll put in three or four extras because yeah. I'm like, nope, there's interest on this. You know, yeah, there's exactly. interest. And so, you see the results. That's the thing. Like I do believe in days off myself, like with work and stuff, because sure. I enjoy like where we live. It's pretty amazing place. 100%. Like having a swim and stuff, or going and getting a coffee, or just hanging out with Abby and stuff. For sure. But then. So at night time, like, oh, I'm a little bit itchy. I want to like do some emails, or yeah. I, or I want to write up some goals for the, for yeah. the week, or want to plan something. And, yeah. and that's like it. Not everyone has that ability to no. to look ahead or to plan for those things. Like I say to Dad, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going home. He's like, you want to come over to dinner? I'm like, I'm not really. I've got my dinner already sorted, yeah. and I've got to do some stuff I want to do. Yeah. And I just you know wrote up my email last night, wrote up the questions for this, and it's like, yeah, I might be missing out with time with dad but I'm doing something that's important yeah, to me sure. to get me to prepare for today you know it's, it's so. all it's all the time management thing it's self-awareness it's <laughs> a lot of the things that we sort of preach um, all the time in our like within our workspace and our company yeah. and things like that just the little things that actually go a long way yeah the one yeah. percenters for sure. What's for sure. your position within Jet Set Plumbing? Like so, to, so to be specific. Yeah. So we don't at, at the moment. So we've obviously got my, my dad, that's the head honcho, and then yeah. we've got we've sort of got uh, if you can imagine a pyramid with different tiers. Yeah. So at the moment, um, how it's operating is we've got my dad, who's at the top of the pyramid, and he's he makes all the final calls on things and things like that, or majority of them. Mm. Um, he's he's sort of the, but at the same time, he doesn't really have his. He's not immersed in the actual day-to-day activities he's yeah. more or less he more or less looks at the the overall standing of jet set plumbing as a company um and, yeah no gun, you're right yeah. and and sort of the innovation side of things so innovating things like that um and then we've got a level of our managers which are our our um, our wonderful guys and girls in the office. So they take care of the day-to-day runnings. They book jobs. They organise people's days. They 
they do uh, all, all those. <laughs> well, realistically, all the tasks that I know that my dad couldn't do, and, <laughs> and we know that um, none of us plumbers could do. And they're, they're the ones that really they they dot the i's, cross the t's, and they they make the business sort of work. And, and they're and a run huge asset as well. Like. Oh. They, they put it put it this way. If you wanted to take them, if you took that level of the pyramid, and and we always talk about it like a clock face in our yeah. business. So, and then sorry, I'll finish my yeah. what I was saying. And then you've got all all of us plumbers and and gas fitters and and drainers and everyone like that, and even the apprentices. We're all on the the level of. It's very based on. It's based on a. To tell you the truth, if you want to read a book, it's called E Myth. And pretty much it breaks people down into three categories. So it breaks you down into either uh, an entrepreneur, you're a manager, or you're a technician. So if you're a technician, you're the worker bee of the company, which is me at, yeah. at this moment. Like, So I'm the plumber. So at the moment, I go out, and if there is a leaky tap, I go and do and f- the leaky the tap. tap. I fix the tap. Yeah. I'm the technician. That's your position in that That's my position. Exactly level. right. Yeah. So it's very simple. It's a simple... There's too many... You, you, there's a lot of confusion and things around how, how, yeah. how simple it can be. You've got the managers that they book the jobs. They might uh, run our marketing. They might, they're, they're our office staff. They take care of any um, accounts and things like that, outstanding debt, all that sort of jazz that mm. how can I do that? I'm fixing a leaky tap. Yeah, exactly. So this is, and, and then you've got the entrepreneur who doesn't worry about the, the he, he's, He's off in his own little world. To yeah, tell you he doesn't worry about taps. Yeah, he doesn't worry about taps, and he doesn't worry about. He, he might be on the phones occasionally. Yeah, but that's just because they've got every single other phone is <laughs> people are on the phone, and he's like, oh, well, I'm the last man standing. You know. Yeah, he, he's in there reading books. He's in there um, worried about where the company is going. So he's living almost in the future. He's living six months, twelve months, eighteen months in the future. Yeah, he's. He's doing the research now on things that we'll implement in two years' time. And people often think that, you know, when you level up from technician to manager, oh, I'm going to be doing so many more chats. Your whole skill set, your responsibility changes. You're For no sure. longer in that, no. you know, that bottom, not bottom level, but in that level of technician, well, you've, you know, moved into a different space. For sure. And that's and that's what we were saying about the, the clock face. So there is no, just say, for instance, we're, we're talking about my dad. His name's Greg. Um, Greg Harris. He's like an absolute... I think he's an absolute genius because he, he always simplifies things to, to the bare essential. Like he's really, really good at that. That's one of his key strengths is that he can communicate so well with people. He, he, He's not he's not the most best on technology. He's not the best at any of the new school like the fancy dancy stuff. You, you, he is so good at communicating with people, and and he is, he always he explains it to me from day one is that it's a clock face. So he might be the twelve, and our manager might be the one, and then another manager might be the two, and then I might be a three, and then we've got another manager that's a four, and then so it goes like that. Different people are different places on the clock face. Now. What's the most important number on a clock face? There is no important number. They're all the exact same. Yeah. Without you take the two off the clock face, it almost doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you you just blank out the two. How the heck? You can't tell the time. Yeah. Exactly. You can't tell the time. Or you take a hand off. Take like, a hand off the clock. Yeah. Where the heck are we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't know if the hand existing is the long hand or the, or the the big hand or the little hand to start with. Yeah. So it's a clock face. So that's and that's what a lot of people have got wrong, and and a lot of these. And, and I listen to this thing a lot about um, like over in Silicon Valley and things like yeah. that. They, these companies and these, especially a lot of young guys like around our age and things like that, they might start a company and they think 
well, I've got to be the entrepreneur, I've got to be the leader, I've got to be the Steve Jobs, and I've got to be yelling at everyone. Listen, take yourself off that pedestal. You might have started the business, but you're no more important than the person going and fixing the taps yeah. or going and doing the actual marketing or going and creating your landing page or, or making the glasses or making whatever, yeah, making being, the pillowcase. Being the big guy doesn't mean you're sitting back drinking cocktails. Good. It, it means you're thinking about everyone else on the clock yeah, as well. And, and, and sure, like there, there are times that Dad needs to get in there and say, hey, listen, pull your head in. But it, it's not like he's waving the, the, the power stick around and hitting everyone over the head trying to make them... You know, yeah, trying to make it a trying to wield his power, yeah, yeah. trying to wield his power everywhere. Like it's, you're just going to turn people off like that. So I th- people have got a very um, skewed vision of, of what it all is and what it's about. Um, that's what people that's, need a company and stuff. Exactly. Like, you know, you've got people that don't want to work for you or don't want to, you know, don't want to. That they come in and they punch their hours and that's it. And yeah. they, they don't want to do any overtime. They don't want to. one they're gone. Yeah. Exactly. So it's stuff like that. It's just it's very it's it's a very deep conversation. But like the the clock face is how you simplify it. The clock face is listen. If if there's say there's twelve people in your in your organisation, everyone's a number on the clock. Yeah. Who's more important than one another? Listen, we all got a job to do, and we're going towards the common goal. Like mm. it's not exactly. You, you don't need to be. Making it more difficult than it is. Than it is, yeah. Simplify you know? it down and focus on one thing at a time. Like, exactly. And what are the goals? Do you even yeah. know the goals? That's yeah. a whole other conversation. And I look at it as in probably similar to the like clock face. The way it's really cool you said that. I've never heard that before. But like you could have twelve things that you want to do, yeah. but just focus on one. Man, yeah. like, just do one, do it perfect, move on to the next. For like, sure. Set it in stone. Like I'm trying to build a website. I'm like I want to have all these tabs and stuff. But if I just I can't just make them all at once and then do ten percent on each. Yeah. Hit hit you know hit that one. Hit it one hundred percent. Then move to two. Yeah. Then do one hundred percent. Then move to three. Like yeah. Get it right. Yeah. Get, get it right get first it. before getting to bed. It's like <coughs> with the gym, like you say. You know, you can't just be walking in deadlifting one hundred kilos. Yeah, you might be that strong, but your back could be bent, or you're not yeah. using your, your legs or whatever. That's like, what they say. As soon as you walk in, you go in there with a personal trainer, and I think they give something. Depending on your gym and stuff, they give you like a, a complimentary session with the with the trainer. Yeah. Well, that's to learn technique. Now do 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 the chest press or do whatever mm. chest press with just the bar. Don't yeah. worry about putting plates on it and stuff like that. Just go and and that's what I also don't like. Like people in the gym that are like uh, afraid to use the smaller weights. Like far yeah. out, I go in there and use the smaller weights all the time. But yeah. you do like a million reps, yeah, and, and it's doing something completely different. Different. It's it's just and that's the thing. Like learning technique first and and getting something right before you move on. So. And that pushes back to the technique technician, you know, learn the technique, learn how to fix the tap. Yeah. Then you might be the entrepreneur one day, but you've got to start, bodybuilders didn't start, you know, they started like you and me. Yeah. Or, or you know, rugby, rugby players now, like, say, Inglis, when he was playing, started like Zane. Yeah. You know, same thing. So. Exactly right. So, yeah. The reason I say big thinker in the start of that little intro is like, <coughs> a lot of people don't think like you and I, and they're kind of like stuck in a bit of a rut and we have some huge conversations at the gym about it and stuff <laughs> yeah. and people are just like unaware and so instead of saving this until the end I wanted to you to get to expand on like the best advice you've had in your I oh, guess oh god yeah that's, it's a hard one that's, like, a, that's a broad you've been given the best advice yeah so um, or if you could give one advice piece tell, of advice to listeners you, now I, yeah. I liked I liked that one I, I liked that one um, it's it's pretty much I heard it in a podcast a, a couple of like a couple of years ago and things like that, and I sort of I, I knew about it, and I, I I've always lived by it, but it really hit home maybe six to twelve months ago when I was listening to it again, and it said, "Listen, if if you had one skill, if you could be one 
you could have one skill that was your superpower in terms of work, in terms of um, anything you do, you've got to make it consistency. Mm. Because if you're consistent with what you do and you, you are, are consistent, you just keep going, you keep grinding, you're not going to stop. Like that's the thing that I, I see and, and you hear it all the time and I'm, I'm in no, I'm a big believer of like, listen, I'm 24 years old. Like I've been around the block one time. Yeah. <laughs> like there's people that have been the, around the block 75 times. Like yeah. I, I've been around for two minutes in the, in the big scheme of yeah, things. Yeah, of course. So there's a lot of people that you could get on here that have got a lot more experience and a lot smarter than me. But I think that the one thing that I really uh, value, and I know that, like, and I'm, I, as you said, I talk to my dad a lot, and he's been running businesses for well over thirty years and things like that. So, and and this is coming from an entrepreneur that he, he's not he's not a pop gun. Like he's he's been around the block a million times, and he's he's had his head smashed in a couple yeah. of times as well. So li- listen to the podcast about that. But literally, the the consistency is so important. If people can depend on you. That goes so far, so much further than what you would expect. If, if I'm the sort of plumber, just say, that my office doesn't know if I'm going to be sick or not one day, or I might, I might be unreliable and, and rock up instead of 7 at 7.03, that's a completely different... I'm a completely different human being in my eyes. Yeah. I'm a completely different human being if I rock up at 7.03 compared to 7 o'clock in my eyes. Now, people say, what the heck are you talking about, Jake? That's three minutes. No, it's not three minutes. It's your whole attitude. It's your, it's your, to tell you the truth, it's your whole fucking brain yeah. is different. You're a different animal to me because I'm consistently there on time. Like I'm consistently at the gym. I'm doing the things that I know. Listen, yeah, I've been around the block one time, but you ask anyone that knows me that I don't think they think I'm going to stop because I am consistent. Now, consistency is boring. Doing the same thing over and over and over again yeah. is very, very boring. But what it does do, you're, you're reliable. It teaches you It teaches you to actually stick at one thing. And there's so many people that give up before they actually reach their goal. Yeah. Like they, they, might have been, they might have been a step away. They might have been two, two months away from getting that breakthrough or getting that big job or getting that big promotion or getting that big, you know, that big break. Yeah. Like, and they're just, they're just not... I think that there's a lot of... And, to go with the consistency is to to believe in yourself and believe that no, what I am doing is correct. You know, they're not drew it in. Yeah, they're not like, focused. Yeah, yeah, you're just being disciplined. Like the discipline factor, like discipline to keep showing up and keep. And I'm not saying showing up at like a job that you fucking hate. Yeah. Like if you, if if you fucking hate it and you hate your boss and he's ripping you off and or she's rude to you and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't appreciate you, then get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like it, it's straight up like that. I'm not telling you to keep rocking up at that job yeah but if you know that what you're doing is you're at a good job you're, you're, you've got there is opportunities to grow you're, you might be making good money or there's an opportunity to make good money you've got good connections there's good people around you keep, just keep going just keep doing it keep ripping in keep trying different things work harder you might one thing might fail it doesn't mean that the whole thing's a failure like it's consistency take, yeah. consistency is a superpower because if you start actually looking at other humans not that many are consistent and I'm going to be frank about that I've yeah. been to them I've been to that many houses <laughs> people are not consistent yeah I've been to it's it's unbelievable like People are not consistent. They don't stay at things long enough. And those people at the top of the pedestal, they know as well. Like, for example, on the water on Monday with Ken, and it's Ken, isn't it? That's his name? Ken Wallace. Yeah, Ken Wallace, yeah. And he's saying, the, the gun, I've been saying this all week to everyone, the gun goes at 5.30. Yeah. Like, 
100%. The coach is like, doesn't matter. The gun goes at 5.30. That's the first warm-up. The warm-up's done. That's when the first tick of the session is going. 100%. And he's like, if you miss it, you miss it. You're yeah. Not, you're not on the water that day. Like, that means you're to get to the boat shed at 5 o'clock. You've got to make sure you've had some food on board. Yeah. Have good sleep. So you've got to get to the boat shed. You've got to, you know, clean your boat. You've got to get your bloody... Your paddle out, yeah. your blade, they your call preparation. It. Yeah, and then you're on the water at probably five twenty, warming up. Exactly. Like, it's a great. There's a great saying by um, by Abraham Lincoln. Like, and I'm I'm really into the old school quotes because yeah. I think that they're just they're, they're so they're just so simple. I'm I'm all about simplicity. Like, and they're and, lost now these days. These yeah, quotes. like it's these quote. It's it's oversaturation. Like, there's just everyone's trying to quote. Like, there's there's a million quote. Like, I'm not on social media, yeah. but there's a million quotes. Like, everyone's got a quote these yeah. days. But this quote by Abraham Lincoln, like <laughs> one of the I don't even know. He's like the, one of the first presidents of the United States. I don't know which what yeah, or, yeah. what order he comes. Yeah, I'm not in. a history man either. Yeah. yeah, but um, but he said, listen, if I had six hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend four hours sharpening the axe. And that is so, so, so right. If you, if, because you're, if, if your axe isn't sharp, you're swinging at a tree with a blunt axe for six hours and it's not going to come down. Yeah. You may as well prepare the axe and have the best axe possible and go at it for two hours. Yeah. Now, and I don't think he's talking about one of the big friggin' oak trees that's yeah. going to take a friggin' a chainsaw a to get bolt. through. Yeah. You know, like he's talking about a normal tree. Yeah. But what his whole theory behind that is, if he has six hours to chop down a tree, he spends four sharpening the axe. His preparation is more important than the actual act itself because yeah. he's putting longer into the preparation than he is to actually do the task. So what does that say? It's the exact same with all these athletes. It's like big fight coming up, Conor McGregor. So Conor McGregor, he and, and I'm into the fights and things like that. Once again, we'll go back to sports because it's what I know, but... Conor McGregor, he goes out there and fights Jose Aldo and he knocks him out in 13 seconds. But how long did he put into the preparation? He put in 10 years to the preparation to knock Jose Aldo out in 13 seconds. Yeah. What does he value more, the preparation or the actual act? He, they know, all these athletes know, all these business people know, all these people that are in positions of power, they know. They spend longer out of the limelight than they do in the limelight. Yeah, it's what, behind know? the scenes is the, is the big part of it. Yeah. All the things that don't go... Um, unappreciated. Like. It's it's just all the little things. Like it's all the like Conor McGregor. He's in there jabbing. He's probably jabbing a boxing bag straight for just half an hour. Yeah. And he's got his other arm tied behind his head. So all he can do is jab, 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 yeah. jab, and he goes for half an hour. Now there's not that many people that would probably do that. But then again, there's not that many people in Conor McGregor's position. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why they're not in his position. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think people. They just don't. They won't put in that work to do. To the, the capacity put, is is so much higher than you think. You just yeah. got to be able be able to build it. Yeah, like a, yeah, hundred percent. And it's and it's similar to like I've got. You, funny you bring up Ken. He's he's a, an Olympic kayaker. He's mm. extremely decorated. He's really successful. I've got a mate Riley that trains with Ken, and Riley they trained for four years for an event that goes for two weeks. Yeah. And it's not even, it doesn't even go for two weeks. The Olympics goes for two weeks. Their yeah. paddling goes for five days. You've got to go through the heats as well. you got to make the heats and stuff. Exactly right. So that their event, their, their actual time doing what they're preparing for goes for like five minutes, yeah. four minutes, three minutes. It's it, like a speech. Like I prepare a speech for a university or for a presentation and I'm writing that thing. I'm making sure I learn it and know it. For sure. That's the way I do it. I wrote, learn it yeah, and same. read it and practice it in front of the wall. Yeah. For two hours a day, for you know a week or so, two weeks, 
and just say for five minutes. And exactly. I'll probably still stuff it up, but 100%. on on the stage there, you're not just going to walk up there, you know, with your dick in your hand and be like, all right, well, this is my speech. For sure. Like, you're going to stuff it up. So exactly. That preparation comes in there. I, I think there's some, there's foundational things that you need to get right. So I think, like, you, you asked me uh, about sort of the best advice I've been given. It's it's get those little, found, the they're the little things, but in my mind, they're actually the big things. The consistencies, yeah. the preparations, all those sorts of things, the self-awareness, all those all those big things that are under the surface that no one likes to think about because they want to think about the glitzy, glamoury things. And, yeah, exactly. And as I said, I've been around for two seconds. So, yeah. But th- I, I feel like I'm still at that stage where I'm I'm honing in on those base on those base skills mm. because at the end of the day, I've been out of school what less what than year? ten years. Yeah, exactly. I've been around for two seconds. If I get those things right now, yeah. then they will carry me through the rest of my life. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be Jeff Bezos right now. Yeah, and that, <laughs> I, I was speaking to an you entrepreneur. Know? Yeah, of course. Like he's, like he said, we've been around for two seconds. Like I was talking to an entrepreneurial coach, and she works at the university, and she says everyone's got a glass jar on their kitchen bench and looking at the shiny balls, yeah. looking at looking at you know the six pack, looking at the big house, looking at the all the money. It's like, well, yeah. no one's going to go in there and pick the shittest, you know, grey ball. Everyone's going to go for the shiny ball first, for sure. Or like you can't. The, the big the ball is this big and the jar's this small like you can't yeah. you can't get it no. the, the, the little shitty balls are this big and the jar's this exactly. big you can easily grab them but you just don't want it because they're not appealing for sure you've got to do them little one percenters before for sure like, and that comes down obviously the athlete you know stretching recovery nutrition sleep like all those things come into it yeah um, I know you've got some, some property and stuff and I wanted to kind of talk if you expand on like housing investment for someone at our age not a lot of people or in my friendship group, maybe one or two have a bit of um, property. What's your experience yeah. with that? Because you got it straight out of high school. You jumped in there, didn't it, down in Melbourne? or uh, In Victoria. So yeah. not in Melbourne. Melbourne would have been hard hard, yeah. hard ground to break that young button. Yeah. yeah so <clears throat> I, I remember sitting, uh, like, another story. like Because I, I remember these things through stories, which is another thing that we always talk about, storytelling and the the value that stories have but I remember it's how you push emotion across exactly it's like advertising if you don't have a story no one's going to be attached to that yeah uh, so that's the thing I I remember these things through stories and I remember doing I was doing a patrol um, actually in in Palm Beach when I was lifeguarding like straight out of school like like literally lifeguarding the week after school leaves yeah and I I remember the the um the, uh, I was in the, an apartment with Sam Lunjek and, he, and, and uh, he was like, oh man, I've got to go do this um, proficiency. It was during school. He's like, yeah. the, the, the training for yeah, it. Yeah, we went the, down there. The, um, not, what do you call it? Like the test. Yeah, the lifeguard know? test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, it's, and once again, that's a great, that's a great preparation story. It's yeah. probably, so the night before, the night before that, yeah. <laughs> I didn't stay up in fucking surface because yeah. I wanted the job. Yeah, so yeah. I stayed at home. Yeah. So I missed a night of schoolies. It, so... Uh, which happens once in your life, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it happens yeah. once in your life. But at the end of the day, I knew what my goal was. Yeah. At, that, at that time, I had my eyes on, I wanted to get that lifeguard job. So I can't be fucking, well, I know me, yeah. I can't be smashed the night before. Dancing on the and, beach, yeah. And still perform the next day. Yeah, no way. So I sacrifice the night with all my friends. I go home the night before. Mm. I have a training session here at, at Burley the night, the, the afternoon well, I know all my mates are getting smashed at schoolies. Yeah, yeah. I go home, stay at home when I know they're all partying on the beach. Yeah. I, I wake up, go down to cool and gather, feel fresh, and, and get the job. So I pass the lifeguard test. But I remember a week, going back to what we were actually talking about is that we, 
I remember sitting in a lifeguard tower and, and I was texting my dad because there was absolutely no one on the beach. And yeah. I was just texting him, talking, and I said, listen, what do you reckon What do you reckon I should do? Get an investment property first or, or get somewhere, buy somewhere for me to live first? Yeah. And he just wrote back investment property. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, this is a... And, and dad's got... I don't know how... Yeah. I actually don't know how many he's got. Like, he's got heaps and heaps of investment properties. And, and I knew that he was... Like, I know the house that we lived in and mm. I know, like, what he does. So I was like, all right, this is not someone that's a he's dodo a, bird. He's yeah. not just saying this. And it made sense. So from that point on, any money that I made, I, I saved towards to getting a house, an investment mm. property. So, and I didn't break into a market like Sydney or Melbourne, wherever you're listening to this, mm. like, where the properties are a million dollars. Like, yeah. you got to know your levels. So I, I got into a market in Mildura down in Victoria. Mm. And I remember, and I remember it clear as day, the house settled. My goal was to get it by the time I was 19. Mm. The house settled on my 19th birthday. Yeah. Or the day after my 19th birthday. And that's I was awesome. like, all right, I got it. So like, yeah, I, that, that's, to me, I made that goal when I was like just after the time that I was 18, like literally weeks after I was 18. Mm. And I said, in less than 12 months, I'm going to have a property. That's just, that's just a fact. Yeah. I'm going to have that property. And it ended up that it settled, I think the day after the, mm. the 31st, the day after my birthday. And I was like, all right, well, that's, that's pretty damn cool that, yeah. that I could, you know, put, put, the, that. yeah, foresee that and sort of put the, the work in and actually achieve it. It was sort of like reinforcement. Like, you know what? You believe in something enough, you can do it. So that, that was my first stint in it. And, and then from there, I was just like, all right, this is my gig. Like I'm going to, and, and, and since then, it, since that point in the lifeguard tower till now, yeah. the, the money that I make is, is in, for investment purposes. Yeah. It's, I'm, I haven't, I haven't traveled all that much. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've been to America a couple of times, a couple, a couple of them for work, like mm. to tell you the truth. So, yeah. so realistically, the money that I make goes for, is for investing and investment purposes. I, I'm not, and don't get me wrong. I'm, mm. I love, I, I love traveling when I've been to America. It's been amazing, but I, I just think that I'd like to get, I'd like to kick my life off before I start enjoying yeah. the fruits. It's yeah, almost exactly. to me reverse. Yeah, exactly. Cause I know a lot of people, a lot of people that freaking mm. I know probably mm. a lot of people down at the cafes at the moment, mm. they're, they're focusing on their next trip. They're focusing on their next, yeah, yeah, their, exactly. their next trip away, which is a hundred percent fine. They, they want to see the world when they're young. Yeah. And then they'll worry about, Oh, I'll get an investment property later. Like I'll, I'll worry about my finances later and I'll, I'll set my life up later. They're thinking about right now. They're not thinking about later. I just, I just, that that's, it, it, I, mm. I always like to take myself out of the majority. Yeah. When you think about, when you look at our parents and their, their generation, like they didn't and, have the option to travel. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> like, now they've, you know, they've, they've came out of school or whatever they did on apprenticeship, worked hard, got to a point, got married, had kids, yeah. raised the kids, kids are out. We've got all the time in the world to travel now. For sure. Kids have got their own lives. They don't want to talk to us. They've probably, ha- and they they've probably got a house. Yeah, and they go travel the world. It's like, why do it that way? Or if you, if you look at it in reverse, get out of school, work your ass off at a bakery or a, a pub. Yeah. Like 50 hours a week, get probably 10 grand, go overseas, six months, come back with nothing. Yeah. Like, you start all over again. Start all over again. It's, 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 like, yeah. I, I don't know. And, and I'm, I'm someone that believes each to their own. Whatever decision you make is, is fine by me. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm also a self-aware person and I know what I like yeah. and I know the choices and I'm not, so, I'm not someone that apologizes for my choices mm. because it was my choice. So if I do something wrong, I'll fess up to it because I yeah. was comfortable with the decision at the time. 
So, or, or I justified it and to myself. And that's accountability. It's exactly. Like, hey, I made this mistake. This is what it is. Let's not worry about it. Let's move on from exactly. it. Let's learn from it. Not so, just dwell on the mistake period. It's like, oh, shit, you did this wrong. Oh, you're so bad. For blah, sure. Blah, blah. It's like, piss off. Let's move on. Exactly. Right, don't worry about it. I've already listen, done it. Like, can't listen. Can't go tell past Jake to do that again. Like, no, exactly right. I can't go back and change it. unless Until they invent a time machine, I'm stuck with what, what I'm working what with. Got, you know? yeah. So, yeah. And that's the thing. So I just know what, what my style is. And I've been... Trust me, I've been invited on a million overseas trips, yeah. and I've been and and I, I look at my account and I say, "Fuck, I could go." Yeah, yeah. But that that money to me is not for a trip overseas. Yeah. So it's almost like I'm I'm, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. I don't like. I'd prefer to just focus on Peter for now. Yeah. You know, like um. And so I've got thing. my goals in place, and I know what my goals are at the moment. So I focus on my goals. I'm not. I'm not going to get attracted by the bright lights or something like this over here. That yeah. I'm just not. And you could that's be me. so close to that two steps away from the you know the, the big break that you said. But you've gone over to, um, Who to Bali for three weeks or something what? like that. And like I'm, I agree with you. Like my girlfriend's overseas and stuff. A fantastic trip for her. Hundred Like have the best time. Oh, I love you. Have a great time. Bloody oath. But like you know, everyone just has their own decisions to make and stuff. You know, some like, of my greatest. And, and it's not like I'm Mr. Anti-Travel like I'm yeah. being told that like, yeah Connor some and Canton are over in Bali right now some, some, <laughs> some of my some of my best memories are from going to New York yeah <laughs> so like or going to Las Vegas or somewhere yeah. like that like I, I freaking love traveling like yeah. I, and I, I haven't done all that much of it but yeah the, the, the difference is I don't have a problem that I haven't at the moment I yeah, don't have a problem yeah. that I haven't traveled because I'm doing something else I'm focusing on something else yeah. so when when they say, "Oh, why haven't you travelled?" Well, because I'm I'm, I'm focusing on something on else. This right I'm, now, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about travelling, but not. It's not my media. It's not the front of my mind. Well, right imagine now. if you went travelling in that year of surf, uh, the year of eighteen to nineteen. There's no way you would have had that. No, exactly right. Exactly. I wouldn't have achieved that goal. Yeah. And so, and then that kickstarted me on the next property. So yeah. it all rolls into things. So, and that's the thing of consistency. So at the moment, I'm in a cons- I'm, I'm in it. I'm in that s- space of consistency. So I, I don't want to break the cycle almost. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I'm in a consistent space. I've, I'm my my goals are on track at the moment. Obviously, not where I'd like them to be. No one's goals are ever where. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would like to think like the person you that says, "Hey, I've done it all." They're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but yeah. that's the thing. So obviously, I'm not very satisfied, but I am happy at the moment. Yeah. Definitely. So, and that's the thing. Whereas I feel like if I had a taken a couple trip if I've taken a trip to Europe and a trip to Asia by now mm. and I've and I've done some other little trips in between then I wouldn't be I, I'm, I'm I might be in a different place who yeah, knows exactly. but you'd be a completely different person so yeah yeah and not in a good way or a bad way because I look at trust me I look at these people that go on trips and every single day I'm jealous yeah of course yeah every single day well, I'm looking in Switzerland now, she's looking at these you know these ice covered sorry snow covered rooftops like yeah. seeing them in the movies and I'm exactly. like oh, I'd love to be there with you 100% like, yeah like, so don't get me wrong for those people that have travelled buddy I'm jealous of you yeah <laughs> so <laughs> hear us I'm, out hear us I'm, out hey, yeah. I'm jealous of you yeah. so don't get me wrong but it's just a matter of I've got my goals yeah. you've got yours that's fine I just going, I'm in a yeah. place of self awareness. I know what I want right now. Yeah. So there's no problem. I got no problem with what anyone does. Yeah. It's just a matter of I know what I want at the moment. You've inspired me to get to create a new show with my dad. Listening up to to listen to beers with the boss. Yeah. Because um, he's an entrepreneur as well. He's got his own business and things, and he Beautiful. builds houses. What does he do? And he's yeah, a uh, colonial building company, so it's yeah, got right. like big, the big Queenslanders and stuff. Yes. But he's kind of moved to different um, areas. Of like you know cottages or duplexes and stuff just because sure. of the, the way that the times work now. Yeah. So I'm really sure. keen to like probably 
get a show going with him and talk to him about you know what, what he's known. Yeah. So I want you to kind of talk me through Beers with the Boss and how did that come about? So Beers with the Boss is a podcast that, that um, me and my dad uh, have done and we do it with another guy, one of the managers in our business, Dylan. Yeah. So And he's he's an absolute gun. He's on his own path and he's he's a force to be reckoned with. If Anyone that knows Dylan, he, he's been with us working at, at Jet Set for, God, it must be like two or three years now. That 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 guy's on on a rocket ship. Like he, yeah. he's a he's a force to be reckoned with. So, but I I think the world of him. But we, that's we, not the guy you train with at the gym. That's not him. No, 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 no. That's Jai. So yeah, he's yeah. another one. Yeah, so I've he's heard a, about Jai. Yeah, he's he's another gun. He's a nineteen year old with a property. And this these are the things that you sort of. That, I don't know how many nineteen year old listeners you have, but if you're a 19 year old with a property hit me up and say and buddy message me and tell yeah. me hey I'm 19 I got a property and don't go like pissing in my pocket because yeah. I'll know about it and kudos to you because that that's I know what it takes yeah. it's not a it's it's a lot of sacrificing it it's a yeah. fucking shitload of sacrificing yeah. especially the first year out of school yeah like when everyone's doing a gap year and you're saving your cookies in, yeah. in you know in your money box yeah exactly. like trust me like it's not you know yeah, yeah it's it's crazy but like he he's another guy from the gym that does incredible things. But in terms of beers with the boss, that's that's a podcast that we started just because we we sort of we we li- we listen to a lot. Like we listen to a lot of uh, podcasts. We read a lot of books. Like we're we're massive into the self education and and you know personal growth, personal development, all that sort of thing. And the main uh, uh, a big thing was us is we saw a gap in the market for for people that were real real people. You know the the, the podcasts were either. The podcasts were either run by, like, what we believed was it was either just people that had no idea and they were a little bit of a derrick, yeah. like they they just had no idea, or they were run by like some freaking guy that was worth like five hundred million, like far out. That's so hard to relate to someone worth five hundred million. Like they're yeah. living such a different, they're in such a different life, like, like in the yeah. in the space that we're talking about. So like we go to we we I've been to like the the seminars and stuff like that. They push, they push, they they get all the people there. And they tell them, "Hey, listen, you can be a speaker on stage like me." And it's like, well, what does the speaker on stage do? Yeah. He doesn't even actually run a business. Yeah. So that was the thing we wanted to get someone that has had. So it, the the format of of the beers with the boss podcast is my dad, who's run uh, marketing businesses, plumbing businesses for over thirty years. Sit down with me, someone that's got those dreams, got those goals, mm. wide eyed, energetic. But talk me through the real side of it. Talk me yeah. through what, what are the actual, you know, I, I might read the books and, and get the glitz and the glamour of it and see the, the big mansions on the beach. But what was before that or what was during that? You know, what was the, what was the punches in the mouth that you had to just take, mm. you know, and, and you can't punch back? Yeah, no. Nah. Like you, oh, guess what? I got punched in the nose. And, th- and then they spat on me when I was down. Like, mm. what are those moments like? And let's make a real decision whether I want to do it or not. Because a lot of people, they and, and this was the thing, is that a lot of people start a business and they've got and, and and their goal in the first year is to do three million. And it's like, hang on a second, bro. Like, dude, you got to start. You got to actually get the ball rolling. Yeah. You don't start your car and it goes 100 miles an hour straight away. Yeah. You've probably got to go past five kilometers and then 10 kilometers. You got to go through the steps. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. So I ask him the questions because, as I said, I've been around the block one time and I've just got my training wheels off or I hope I don't know I might yeah. still have them on to tell you the truth <laughs> so that's the thing so like it's just a matter of me trying to 
learn and pick his brain and also see the real side of it. It's not sugar-coated. There's no bullshit involved in it. Dylan's trying to learn as well, obviously. Dylan throws in questions and things like that. We sort of, most of the episodes are around uh, a certain topic. Like they might be around a topic like self-awareness yeah. because we just don't see it anywhere in this world great episode great episode yeah yeah like that's the thing so there's a self-awareness episode there's all all types of they're, they're big usually they're big um well the big things to us but yeah. they seem like the little things to the general population yeah like, definitely like that's the thing if you're all right this is a this is self-awareness little 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 example that yeah. i just think is so red hot if you're if you're at your local grocery store coles woolies iga aldi or something like that and you're in the aisle and your trolley is blocking the aisle, you are not self-aware. That's just straight up. You're not self-aware because no one can get past you, you idiot. You know, that, have some self-awareness and say, oh my gosh, I'm blocking the whole aisle right now. I need to move my trolley. Yeah. How many times do I go to the shops or something and people are just, they, they don't hold the door open for you. They're like the moths looking at the lights, yeah, aren't they? They're, they're just, just flying to the lights. Oh, I'm picking out my pasta. What pasta am I going to have? Oh, this one looks good, honey. This one looks good, honey. Meanwhile, you've got a, a, a backup of traffic <laughs> yeah. in aisle five. They literally have to get the Coles person in to freaking move the blockage. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. It's And, and like, just self... And that's the littlest of things. Yeah. Like, more or less, by being self-aware, you can actually... If you're self-aware and you know yourself, you can <laughs> cut a lot of crap out of your life. Because yeah. then if you're self-aware, you know what sort of people are going to piss you off and what sort of people aren't going to piss you off. So you don't hang out with the people that will piss yeah. you off. You, you don't do the things that are going to get you in trouble. You don't make the stupid mistakes. And I'm not saying I haven't made mistakes, but I'm yeah. saying I don't make that many stupid mistakes mm. that are just like, and maybe I don't take big enough risks. Maybe that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but But that's the thing. It's more or less like, listen... The self-awareness, that just, you just, you get through it just a little bit easier. Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying you get through a little bit easier if you're not causing troubles left, right, and center. If you're getting into fights at Coles, mm-hmm. something's going wrong. Well, even yesterday in the traffic, like me and Dad went out to the Magic Millions just for one race to get a horse going, and I had to go from Dad's house at Mermaid to here, get changed, and get back up there in 45 minutes. And I was like, yeah, cool. This yep. is going to be, you know. That should, that should be, that should be a, a that should be a half hour episode. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, if you're not familiar with the Gold Coast, that's a half hour episode. Yeah. That's and not was, a big ask. Nah, and I was just like, all right, cool, too easy. Shoot down the Gold Coast Highway, yep. hook into Burley, put my shirt on, come back. For sure. Like, all right, well, there's going to be traffic involved. It's the weekend. Yep. It's also, you know, imagine this is a big, it's a big day, things like yep. that. So I was like, all right, we're going to be really. And I was like, fuck, I've got to, you know, you get that little bit of anxiousness, so I'm going to be late. This is like, hang on, sit back. I'm in Burley. I'm not going to worry about getting a mermaid. I'm not even at Miami yet. Yeah. So I just sat back, took the back streets, and I arrived on time. It's like, For sure. I was just self-aware. I was like, I'm not going to get upset and get angry exactly. and, and call him and say, hey, I'm five minutes late. He knows I'm coming. He'll see me when he sees me. Like, exactly. And I was just like, sweet, just sit back and relax, mate. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to get hot and sweaty with this long sleeve shirt on. Put the aircon on and I'll sit off the seat. That's just simple as. Like, simple as that. Just, that's a, that's and it'll a help you when thing. you get out the car at the other end and you're yeah. not sweaty and you're on time. 100%. And like, you're not swearing at traffic because you're, you're just aware of the situation at, at Bank, your right. situational awareness, like similar to today, like I'm like this is and, and it ties in with it always ties in with someone else. So like in this instance, I knew we were doing a podcast here, and I know how I know how I am. Mm. I always speak, and I'm I, I, I probably speak probably too much, but like <laughs> I, I speak a lot, and I get energetic and passionate. So what do I do? I get hot, like and and we're on the Gold Coast. It's not like it's four degrees right now yeah. Celsius. Like it's 
it's hot. But what do I do? I bring two drinks of water and then Nathan makes me a, a, a cup yeah. of water. So like I'm prepared for what I knew was going to happen. Yeah. So even though, yes, it's hot, I can't help that. Yeah. But I've done everything I possibly can. I, we've the done. Fans are on the windows. The fans are, are on the windows are open, and that's. You can imagine we get halfway through this podcast, and yeah. I say, "Fucking hell, I got no water, no drinks. The fans are not on. The windows aren't open. I'd be getting like far out. I'd be taking my shirt yeah. off because I'm annoyed and I'm so hot and sweaty. Exactly. Whereas I'm having a great time because, and that's just a little thing. Like that's just the littlest of little things. If yeah. you're self aware, things are like that in life. And, and it just, sets you up for that five minutes of future that's going exactly. to be greater. And you're like, oh, how good. Thanks for my past self. It's just, like, yeah, exactly. Thanks, past self. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. I, so I always think that, like, oh, my God, past Jake, you, you dickhead. Or, you, <laughs> you know, like, future, that's a problem for future Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just worry about what's going on right and now. And you're sitting, sitting back and you're like, oh, fuck you, past Jake. Like, yeah, exactly. You're just <laughs> you like, done this. this guy's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was soft that day, you know, like, or something like that. So, but, yeah, that's, that's, the, um, that's, that's the, the big key, I think. What happened to, so I was going to talk about, although you're not there anymore, and I, you were quite full on and you mentioned it before, you were quite into the surf lifesaving and yeah. stuff there, so what, was that a decision to leave because of work, or was that a... For sure, it was, yeah. it was just a, a fact of, once again, self-awareness, I know myself, if I'm doing something, I want to be, I want to be consistent, I want to be, um, I want to be passionate about it, and I want to, and I'm a pretty competitive sort of person, Yeah. so that's the thing, I knew... Like, I don't know whether it's a, a learned thing or, or anything like that. I don't know if it's learned or your environment or, or if you're just born with it. But, yeah. like, I knew even at that stage, like, I was really competitive with the surf lifesaving. Yeah. I, was, I went to Australian titles and, you know, I, I, at one point in time I thought, oh, well, maybe I should try and be an Ironman or, be, you know, try and push forward with that sort of career. And yeah. what a career, you know, you, you're training at the beach all the time, you're around friends, you're, you're constantly fit and you're at the beach. Like who, who wouldn't yeah, exactly. love that sort of life? you got the tan skin, the blonde hair, yeah. you, you, you're loving it. But I made that decision where at, at that eight, at, I think it was when I was 18, yeah, it must've been. And I made the decision. I was like, listen, am I actually going to, will I make it? Will, yeah. will I be and, and I didn't want, and I knew myself, I don't want to be number five in the world. Like, yeah. I don't, I want to be number one in the world every year. Yeah. Is that for me? And am I going to do what it takes to be that? And am I passionate enough to do that? Yeah. And I, I said to myself, I don't, I don't think I am, which I was fine with. So I say, listen, I'm not going to, uh, if I'm not, if I'm not completely into it, then why would I put, 95% of your time into it. Why would I put so much time and energy towards it that I know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get a big fat zero. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to push towards work. I've got different goals now. My goals were to get a property. Mm. I knew that getting a property at that time, I can't be hanging out at the beach five hours a day. Yeah. Like, I knew, I just, that, that was like a math sum to me. Yeah. Five hours at a beach plus... Eight plus hours at work. Eight yeah. hours at work, it doesn't equal a property. Yeah. No. That, that doesn't equal investment property yeah. at that time to get it by my 19th birthday. So mm. I was like, all right, well, what does eight hours at work take out, because I'm still a fitness nut and everything like that, take the five hours out of, the, out of, out of it. Maybe that's 10 hours at work plus what, one hour at the, or an hour and a half at the gym and one and a half hours of reading. That does get me, that, that equals investment property. Yeah. So then I'm, all right, well, what am I doing? I'm working my 10 hours today. I'm, I'm going to the gym and getting my fit, fit, fitness Fix. fix yeah yeah and I'm and I'm doing my self development my reading about property and, and learning where to invest and learning the ropes yeah because I don't know anything yeah 
bang, like it, it equaled that amount equaled. That was equation that mm. actually made sense to me. So I had to sacrifice something. Yeah, now, don't and get me wrong. Every time I drive past Burley Beach, I think, fucking hell. Yeah, I would love to get out there on a board right now. I'd love to get out there on a ski and just train with the gang. And and because that's from someone who's outside of your own head, who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, people will look and be like, oh, what's Jake not training for? You know, sure, he, I got that question a million times. Yeah, I, I and got, in high I school, everyone's like, Jake's fucking sunburn all the time he must be a <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing when I say the tan skin and blonde hair I'm not tan skin yeah. I had the blonde hair yeah. when I was doing it but I, I'm not tan I was it was red skin yeah, it was red skin, skin. all yeah. my mates were getting tan and I was getting red yeah. it was it pissed me off to the maximum yeah. that I'm not someone that tans but guess what that's in the cards for me what do I do I take some sunscreen as a zinc yeah. you gotta yeah. be prepared so seeing that change it was like well that was looked and appeared to be what I've written down here is like where you were going and it was like your whole life and it's like well you've made that decision now to do that and now I know why you know to get future goals it's it's to pin the ears back and I said listen and things change you know and that's the thing I'm not going to be an Ironman when I'm 45 yeah I'll be a property investor when I'm 45 yeah so it's just a long term decision like I don't I'm not really a and you can still jump out there on the board and go at the back and have sure. a few ways for fun, you know? For sure. I did that a million times. I've yeah. done it a million times. Like, gone and gone for a swim or gone for a paddle or gone, gone and see... And I still see the people that I used yeah. to hang out with. I get my fix, not as often as I'd like, but mm. at the same time, they've got their lives. I've got my lives. We yeah. all know and love each other and things like that. It's not like I don't see them on purpose. Yeah. It's just that they're doing something, I'm doing something. That's fine. Whenever we catch up, it's like old times. And it's like, beautiful. This is yeah. amazing. I've got amazing lifelong friends yeah. that... I'm so proud of what they're doing and they're proud of me and th- th- what else could you what, uh, yeah the, I don't know it was, it's important it, to have those relationships and have those people in your life even though sure. you're not there five hours a day training sure them, you know like, that's the thing it's like a fair it's like um, it's like what they say about work like you're at work so long when I when I was 16 I was at the beach and training they were my family yeah. along with my family at home yeah. like I had two families exactly so like that's that's the thing where like you, you can't do it forever like you couldn't it, it, it didn't it didn't add up to what I wanted and, and what my goals were and I just made a decision and it was it, it wasn't it's, all it's that out, hard yeah. yeah and it wasn't and it's been working out and it's just a matter of who knows like once again I could go back and start training again yeah and you might feel different like I've gone back I took three or four years off AFL and I've been going back and doing some training sessions and I'm like oh this you know I'm keen I've been watching the footy you know my girlfriend's family really into AFL so Beautiful. I'm like, I'm and get back on the field but I probably took the decision to leave because it wasn't really for me at the time. Yeah. And now I've gone back and found it. I'm like, oh, probably it's probably still not for me right now. I don't really. I'm not. I'm enjoying the fitness. I'm not enjoying getting tackled. Yeah. I'm not enjoying sitting on the bench. I'm yeah. not enjoying getting yelled at by the coach. And that, I just want to kick the footy with my mates. Exactly. So then when I go do that or have a free paddle out there, catch a few waves on the board, it's like, for you, yeah. That's you're still getting your fix, but you're it's not fine. having to put in five hours. Of no training. And that's or, or that's whatever. the thing. If I if I was I know myself. If I was training, say. If I was training in any capacity, I'd want to be competitive. Yeah. And then once I start getting competitive, I start going, oh, well, I want to win. I want to win the race that's coming up in a month. Yeah. Well, what do I got to do to win the race in a month? I got to stop working. I got to focus all my attention to my nutrition, to my training for that that event. I can't do it. So, yeah. So, like yeah, you said, I, does, doesn't eat. I, st- I stay in the, in, in the lane that I'm, that I make, I feel like I'm, Make to be in at yeah, that time. Yeah, at the moment, my, what, where my goals are. So yeah. I'm in the lane where at the end of this lane is my goal. I just stay on the straight path as much as possible. It doesn't always work out. And like that me. links up to the next question. I know, like, what's your experience in setting goals? It's obviously, it's a massive part. For sure. Episode two in our in yeah. Beers with the Boss. Yeah, and yeah. we learn it in nutrition and dietetics about if you're trying to move someone through change of behavior, 
Yeah. They, 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 they can't just go from eating Maccas five times a day to being having a six-pack and no. eating fruits and veggies every day. No. They, they have to set a goal. They have to sit down and be really realistic with themselves. Yeah, How can I sure. do this? How can I actually do this? You know, smart goals, you know about that type. I've spoken about it on here before. So what's your... Like, I've set my goals for this year. What for sure. You, like, what's your experience in setting goals and achieving them? I think I think that a big thing is accountability. So I always tell my goals to people. Mm. A lot of people know them just intu- intuitively from talking to me. Yeah. Like, I, I, I talk about them a fuckload. Yeah. So if you're not talking about your goals, I think, well... You're not going to kick them. You're not, yeah. yeah, you're not going to get there. Like, I, I just think that it, it shouldn't be a secret to just you because then if it's a secret to just you, then... You'll find you'll find a way to gravitate lower. Like yeah. you won't you won't reach. I, I just I think it's a lot harder to reach them because you won't feel accountable. So yeah, I think well, keeping if you yourself by yourself, you might pull yourself down. But if you tell everyone else, they're going to pull you up. Yeah, they're exactly. You, yeah. And and they're going to support you. And the ones that don't, fuck them off. Like if yeah. they're not supportive of your goal, then why why are they taking yeah. time? Why are they why are they with you right at that point? Like yeah. I think, oh, you're not supportive of my goal. Like. Okay, bye. Like that's yeah. a straight up bye. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I'll see you later. Like actually, I won't see you later. Yeah, <laughs> I won't see you again. You know. So and and that's the thing. I think I think a big thing about setting goals is holding yourself accountable by telling other people. If you're with your partner, tell that partner. Your partner should be checking in on you. I think put it on the fridge. Put it on. Put it on your car. Put it on your lock screen of your phone. Put it where you're gonna see it. Freaking post it on your story if you're an yeah. Instagram person. If you set up your environment to succeed that yeah, goal. Yeah, exactly. Like I know, like Dylan at work. He. He he had a great one like where he got a he got a whiteboard and and he put it on on the wall in his room with his girlfriend Carly and and they literally write their goals for each other and they check them off the list on the whiteboard in their room yeah so I did a similar version with my girlfriend Emily we got this this pin up board like this pin. Like we yeah, like a pin board, a, yeah, yeah, what a pin board, yeah. yeah, and we pin up little photos and different things about about what we want to do and what we want to achieve and what we're working towards and yeah. what her goals are, what my goals are. It's a common, it's a common thing. And then she asks, she'll ask me at dinner, oh, how's everything going? Are you on track? Or what have you got to do to get to this place? Like mm. we talk about it all the time. Like it's a, it's a normal, it's it's there is no taboo subject. Like it's not like, well, listen, my my, and even if I'm not on track of the goal, like. Hey Em, I'm not on track. Like, it's not going to happen in February. It's going to happen in in July, if that. You know, yeah. like, well, she doesn't beat me up about it. You don't rub it off the whiteboard. You just push it forward. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you just, you just, whatever. Things go wrong. You know, things might come up. Like, far out. You don't, you don't. Your car might break down. If my goal is to get an investment property. I'm saving all my all my eggs in into the basket. And then my and then I've got a car and it shits itself and I need a new car. Mm. Well, what am I going to do? Not drive around anywhere. Well, I've got to go get some money. Yeah. <laughs> to get a car. You know, like, well, all right, well, let's just put it back a little bit. Don't give up on the goal because yeah. you have to buy a car like, or you have to go and spend some money on something. Like, if it's a financial goal, I think you should have goals for multiple things. Yeah. So I think you should have goals for not only financial. I think you should have goals in your relationship. I think you should have goals in your fitness. I think you should have goals of reading books. If you're not reading books, you're a billy goat. Like, I think that <laughs> all, all types of things. Like, if, if you're... I don't know, like... What's your dad say? Billy Blob? <laughs> yeah, well, he says Billy Goats. He says yeah. Billy Blogs. So yeah. if, you're, if you're referring to just a someone, a fake, like, you know, yeah. like, um, what do they say? What's that saying? Like, um, uh, oh, I forget it right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Billy no. Goats a funny one. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah doing that. Yeah. yeah, he just, he's always said that. So yeah. it was just funny one day. We're after a podcast. And yeah. I said, oh, 
Because you know how there's that big thing going around about like you're a goat, like Michael yeah. Jordan's the goat of yeah, basketball, greatest, of all, time, greatest yeah. of all time. But he always said he referred to people that were absolute like dorks or spastic yeah. or yeah. you know you're you're a, you're a Rio or yeah. whatever you retard like yeah. what, and that's no offense. Yeah, no. Nah, instead, instead of saying those words, yeah, it was just taboo back then. Exactly. It was just normal. Yeah, it's just normal. There's yeah. no sensitivity around it, which is just. Hmm. I don't like policing people on what they should should and shouldn't say. Last time I checked, there was a free country. He was saying blobs because it's not the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. well, and we're making like we made this like segment. It was like goat or Billy Goat. (laughs) So, so like, are they are they? uh, So you'd go Donald Trump. Yeah. So is Donald Trump a goat, the greatest of all time? Ooh, someone someone's doing some burnouts out here. Yeah. So if is Donald Trump is he a goat or a billy goat? And he answered it at the time. Now, well, of re- light of recent events, who knows? He yeah. could be a friggin' a billy goat, or he could be the greatest of all time. He could be one of the smartest people that's ever lived. Yeah. Who knows? But so it's very yeah. That's that's where the billy goat thing came in. Yeah, goals are important. And I, I went to oh, sitting to down to going to Canberra I had a whole month of work that was set for up sure. for me like oh, I'm going to take my notebook down I'm going to take my podcast mic I want to yeah. try to do these things in this time and then I come back a day later I'm like shit well I'm not just going to not do those things No. so now I've had more time to do more set more goals exactly. and set more things it's like even though I was going down to work you know 10 hours a day at the LAS I was still going to go home and read my book I was still going to yeah. go home and write podcast drafts I was still going to go home and do some emails like they don't just stop because of what you're doing at that time no and if you get more time you'll be able to get to do more you know? exactly I don't. think if you hit a, if you hit a bump in a road like like that's the big thing with us like if you hit a stop sign do you turn around and go home no you stop you, you stop. wait and you go yeah like that's the way like it's 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 just life like things you shouldn't your goals your goals they, and I think you should have big goals and smaller goals. And I think that I think that you do. I was someone that I used to not reward myself until I got the big goal. But I think you do need to reward yourself along the way a lot more. Huge but, psychological part of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all psychological because, mm. like, what I, I remember one of my friends told me that um, he had a he had a mate that every time he got and this is obviously mm. he's not our age. I think he's a lot older. But every time he got an investment property, he bought himself a nice watch. So he might buy himself like a you know like a, a uh, tag right. tag who a watch or something yeah. like that like uh, a really nice watch that was expensive it's not you know because he was a watch fan yeah. and so it was almost like yeah I got the investment property but the investment property is not like the it's not glitz and it's not something that's um it's not a material thing like yeah. it's not fun in a sense of like oh you know whereas you get a watch and you wear it you're looking at it and it's right on your wrist there you're like oh damn I like that watch you yeah. know I'm looking good and, and it reminds you of what sure. you've got you got Sentiment. I got this watch because yeah. I did this so he looks know? back in 10 years time and he's got like four watches or yeah. whatever and he says oh that was for that property I got it but he's not living in that property either you exactly know? Like, he's he not living in it. it so you might not even he's, see it you might not think about it he's selling it to the bloody Billy Blobs you know exactly like, yeah, yeah. live in it Billy Blobs is uh, reckoned out <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly that's what I meant like someone that you don't know who they are you yeah know? just a faceless character yeah they're like Billy Blogs or Joe yeah. Blow yeah yeah exactly yeah like that sort of thing that's what I was trying to get before Professional development is a major part of what your family is about. And what, so what do you do to professionally develop yourself? Obviously, you spoke about reading. And yeah. I've jumped, jumped on the book train. I, I yeah. tried last year. probably got. And it's hard. It's, like, it's a hard thing. It's hard. And, yeah. and a lot of people aren't readers. They're not brought up in a reading household. Like, like and, I never read any of my English books for school. I oh, neither like, did I. Oh, I was like, no, no chance. I. I only read the last Harry Potter. Like, never read the first six of them. I was just like, well, I'm going to read the last one. Like, <laughs> yeah. just cheap. Same movies. Yeah, it's the movies. <laughs> yeah, but for I'm getting sure. into a lot more. And there's some. I read a lot of you know, professional development books or self development books. Yeah, you know, like four hour work week. I'm reading one Tim now Ferris. about difficult conversations, things yep. like that. Not just 
not reading fairy tales, which is still good if you're into that. For sure. Like my friend Adam reads these sick. These books sound fucking amazing. Like yeah, these stories. series of like Star sure. Wars and stuff. And I'm like, that's I'd be keen on that. Yeah. But not not during the working day when I'm trying to think about stuff I want to do. You're switched on. Yeah. When you yeah. switched on. When you switch off, you know, maybe you can read read, what you want. Yeah, read what you want. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I, I think well, the way I um, self develop uh, is just through yeah reading. Um, Always, always trying to stay. I, I do, I do listen to like we listen to a heap of podcasts and stuff. I go, I float in and out of podcasts in terms of like listening. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll always listen to audiobooks. I do a lot of driving for my job. So it, once again, that's like the self, the self awareness thing. Like, what have you got time to do? Like, yeah. What, what can you do? Like, I, I like, I think I feel like the going to the gym is self development. You're, de- yeah. you're, you're developing your body. Like mm. your body's a part of it, but I'm more or less on the mind. I like I like reading and and listening to different materials for my mind. And it's not all geared towards the one thing. It's geared towards a million different things. Yeah. Like I could talk about a wide range of things. Some things I could speak about for five hours without. <laughs> I could speak to myself to, uh, to about it for five hours. Yeah. I don't have much to say. And some things I might be able to just hold a conversation and know just enough. But I think that that when I say about the reading thing, I think my big thing about the reading, and we always say this, like especially with dad and stuff like that. You you pick up when when you're reading, you're only reading. You're not doing anything else. Yeah. When I'm listening, I am doing other things. Washing. I'm, I'm washing. Yeah. I'm driving. I'm at the gym. I'm I'm running. Brushing I'm walking. Teeth, brushing yeah. my teeth. I'm do, I'm focusing. My focus is not a hundred percent. When I'm reading, it's very hard to do anything else. A lot of the time, you might be able to brush your teeth. You might be able to do the washing, but fuck, you're going to do it a lot slower. You're not really focusing. Like when when I'm reading, I am only reading. Like yeah. I'm not talking to someone as well, or I'm not in and out of of reading like yeah. you, uh, you can get through 10 pages like that and mm. it's just it feels like oh wow where'd that time go Yeah, because go you're only doing that like so I think that when you're reading it feels a lot more like you're committed to, to the actual self development mm. it's like it's almost like you can't cheat it Yeah, because if, if you're reading something and you or if you're listening to a podcast you can just skip you know, yeah. sections and stuff like that. You turn, can't skip a book. Yeah, right? you can turn it down and like, oh, you like, and you just get distracted. And there's been times where I, I do it as well. Like I've been driving along from Brisbane to the Gold Coast, which is an hour drive, and or roughly depending mm. on where you are. And and I get to I get halfway and I say, wait, what? What's that? Um, what's this podcast been about? <laughs> like, yeah. what, have I, what what did he just say? What were we just? What was he just talking about? Or what were they? What was she just explaining? And I, and I, and I miss I miss I just missed twenty five minutes. Yeah. podcast and it's like well fuck yeah like you know like what do i do now do i keep listening and not knowing what they've just said in the past yeah or do i just go do a new one so it's almost like well fuck like i'll just get spotify on now yeah like i'm almost pissed off yeah <laughs> so you're consuming so we consume so much information in, yeah in every day now for like sure advertising social media reading books watching the news Absolutely. on your own computer and stuff like that but when you're reading, you're just consuming one thing at one time. Exactly. So, yeah. and it's and it's old school. I don't like like I, I like feeling a book. I like mm. physically getting a book. Like yeah, and and yeah, it is. It. It's turning a, the page. It's, it's almost like a mini mini pat on the back every time you turn a page. It's yeah. like, that's psychological. You get through a chapter. Pat yourself on the back. Have a buddy. Have a drink. Fuck yeah. it. Like who cares? If you're not a reader, like I don't get why people don't reward themselves for little things. Like why they don't. Like if you're not a reader. Why don't you go get a book? Like, I, I always think about this. Like, if you're not a reader, why don't you go and say to yourself, you know what, every 10 pages, as soon as I finish 10 pages, I'm going to reward myself with something I like. Yeah. I'll get a block of chocolate. Yeah. So, hey, you might be a fat 
you might be fat by the end of the book depending on how many yeah. pages it's got but guess what you just read a book yeah go for a run yeah you know like reward yourself along the way like mm. alright every time I finish a chapter I'll organise a night out with the girls mm. fuck it that's sweet you yeah. know you'd be, you'd be hey I tell you what you'd probably read a lot more books because you get yeah. through a lot more chapters because you're going out and socialising yes. every time you finish a chapter S- split up your, your goals into smaller that's goals what I'm talking about and... when I say a small goal like yeah. that's a small goal to me like in terms of a small goal to me is would be reading reading a chapter like yeah. or, or reading you know 10 pages in this week why don't you give yourself that goal? Read a page, read a page every day for a week, and on on Sunday, guess what? I'm going out for lunch with my mate, so I'm gonna whatever it is, whatever yeah. you, whatever you you fancy. You know, listen to something last night about and that's like habit stacking. Like, yeah, I, re- I really want to learn to. Um, oh, I want to. Let's just say I don't know how. Say I want to clean the kitchen. This is what the example he used, and he's like, all right, well, every night before bed, I'm or when I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner that night I'm going to clean something else up that's not a part of that meal yeah in the kitchen and then all of a sudden in two weeks time the kitchen's like a bloody master chef kitchen it's as clean as anything for sure and then you've taught yourself a habit of cleaning and you're like I'm a pretty clean person yeah move to your bedroom every time you wake up in the morning you know look at yourself in the mirror just grab one thing and move it somewhere else I I don't get why people don't play with their own mind Like, like trick yourself like, I love tricking myself. Yeah. Like, trick yourself into doing something that's actually beneficial for yourself. Yeah. Like, I always do it. Bringing it back to, like, a, a sporting thing. I always... I'll start a run, and I'll say, guess what? I'm going for an 8K run today. And then I get to the 8K mark, and I go, fuck it. You're going for another K. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fuck it. <laughs> fuck ya. You yeah. know, I always do that. And then what does that say to me? That says... I, I'm looking at the... I'm looking at my watch, and I'm saying to myself, holy shit, I've done 7.9. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to go an extra K. Like, just do it. And, and just be like... You know what? That gets you excited. Imagine that. You've, you, you've gone an extra K or you've yeah. gone an extra 400 metres past what your usual... Say your usual runs around the block and that equals 1.2 kilometres. And then you go, you know what? Like, you get to... I'll do it at the last second. Like, and trick yourself. Be like, oh, I've gone around the block. Oh, oh fuck it. I'll do one more. Just like, one or, more. Or, yeah. or I'll walk the next one. I'll stop yeah. after one and walk the second lap. Yeah. And then it's like, hang on a second. You just did 2.4. You didn't do 1.2 and you tricked yourself at the last moment. So the anxiety's not there. So you weren't anxious about trying to run too because yeah. you've just decided last minute. Yeah. I always trick my mind like that. I love doing it. I talk, cool to, part, yeah. I talk to my mates about it all the time, like for beneficial stuff. Like I'll talk to like Dylan in the office or Emily, my girlfriend. I'll talk to, I'll talk to anyone about it. Like, cause I just, I think I don't get why people don't mess with their brain a little bit more like that. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a beneficial thing and it keeps it fresh. You're not you're not getting stale. You're not yeah. doing the same thing over and over again. It's not boring. And having oh, yeah, it's having, the same in the gym. Having like plans and systems is yeah, it's really important for sure. But you can get just get lost in them, and it's monotonous. And like you said, consistency is boring. Yeah, spice it up. You know, like yeah. we go for I go to a small running club. We do a run. Come along if you want, and I'd love to <laughs> Might not keep up. <laughs> and we will do like three sets of two k's or something. I'm like, all right, we're just going to warm down now, or we're you know, I'm not a big stretcher and. The, I'll be like we're gonna stretch now. Yeah, it's like just trick yourself, or yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna do an extra two k. And it's like people are like and what? what? Like, I remember. And, I mean, you co- imagine I was gonna say your coaches back in the day, like oh we're gonna do three four hundred efforts for five minutes on the yeah. on the paddle. We're doing two more. Everyone be like, I remember, oh coach, like yeah, yeah. I remember we had a coach. Um, like we had a coach, Wes. He'd do that. Like he he'd literally he'd tell us, yeah, you're doing 10, 10 loops of the hills over here in Burley, and yeah. you're doing ten, and you, you've done number ten, and he goes one more. We're doing one more, and it's just like, fuck, 
one more. And it's like the same that that you reminds me of and do that it, reminds though. me of and this is this is a completely separate who's seen if you've seen the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Nah, nah. So watch that movie. That's an unbelievable movie. It's about it's about World War II. Um, this guy, Desmond Doss. So he was he, he got decorated with like all the all, all the medals and things like that that you can uh, for bravery and stuff like that in World War Two. So what he did was he he went to war in, in World War Two and he was a and he was a medic. So and he wouldn't hold a gun because he was religious and everything like that. So yeah. he didn't want to kill anyone. He just wanted to save people yeah. and pull them out. So what he'd do was he'd um so he he was he was under fire and it was just him there. Like everyone else had gone and the movie's probably like you know exaggerated a little bit from the real story or whatever. But it's a great story because he, he says it at, if you watch YouTube clips of him. So what he'd do was he'd go into the battlefield where they're all shooting at him and he's got no. No one protecting him. No one's shooting. They've all retreated. Yeah. And he's in the fire, and he's getting one of the one of their their uh, their men. Yeah. yeah. One of their men out. They're dragging him out. He's barely alive. Drags him out. Gets him to safety. And then he goes. He kept getting them to safety, and he wanted to go down the little rope to, to safety. And he said, "Just one more." He'd go back and get just one more. Oh, I've got to go and risk my life. Oh, I don't want to do it. Get the get the man, get him to safety, and he'd go just one more. He, he ended up saving like seventy five people. Yeah, because <laughs> he said seventy five times just one more. Because you think you're done, you're not actually done. Yeah, you know you can keep doing it. And he survived. He lived till he was like ninety four years old. It was unbelievable. Like he's a war hero. He saved seventy five lives from tricking his mind, mm. saying, "Oh, after I get this one, I'm done." I get back to safety, just one more. At the last second, he's tricking himself. He says just one more every single time. It's amazing. Like, the power of your mind. Like, Oh, yeah. Your mindset is a huge part of is what you're able to do. Because you know you can still... Like, everyone knows they can run faster than they're running. Oh. You can always swim faster than you're swimming. It's just your mind that's blowing you up. Like, and obviously, that, that deteriorates between, you know, professionals, amateurs, and just Joe Blows. Like pushing towards things but you can always do better like, for sure and, you can all, and, and that's the thing if you can't run if you if you are running as fast as you can how far for you ran as fast as you can for 100 meters next time go 110 you, you can know, you, you can ran as fast yeah. as you could just go 110 next time and and, and, you, and that's how your limits get broken that's how these people set world records every single and it goes back to what we're talking about at the very start so it's all it's right there like you can read six pages a day but there's another page to turn. Just read the seventh sure. page. Like just that. One, just one more. Just one. And then just you, all of a sudden you read a book, or you read ten extra pages that week and stuff. So. Exactly. Exactly. It's a it's a huge super. It's a superpower. Where would you like to be in five years? Five years. So what does that put me? That puts me twenty nine. That puts me. That puts me twenty nine years old. I'd I'd love to. By that time, in five years' time, I'd love to have at least a couple more properties. Mm. Um, like I'm on the, I'm pretty much on the verge of going again now. Like yeah. I just need to, I need to make a decision between a few different things. What I want, um, but I'm on the verge of going again. I'd like by the time I'm 25, I'd like to have potentially three, three more from yeah. what I've got now. Um, investment properties, whether they be uh, blocks of units, houses, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, glued down to just one. Yeah, yeah, but. It all depends on um, opportunities and things like that, where life takes you, you know, yeah. 29. Um, obviously, like, m- m- I want my relationship with Emily to, to keep uh, blossoming. Yeah. Like, I- I'd-, I'd love for, but by the time that we're 29, like, I'm, I'm not a big have kids right now person, yeah. you know? Like, I- I'm-, I'm more of a, 
Work on yourself. First. Let, yeah, work on myself and have my own time. And and like, trust me, I'm the oldest of six. Mm. I, I've lived in a house with kids all my life. My, my, my if I had my five best friends are my five younger siblings. Yeah. So like, I love family. I love. I want to have kids and everything like that. Don't get me wrong. But I just want to. I, I I see my twenties as my time to really buckle down and be a little bit selfish. You know, like, yeah. and I think. Am, am I am I a bad guy for saying that? Mm. Well, if I'm if I'm a bad guy for saying I want to be selfish in my twenties and achieve some goals, then fuck it, I'm a bad guy. You know, like I don't I don't think that you should. I don't know, like, and, and I just don't think that you should. Um, I don't want to be pressured into anything. Yeah, you know? and I don't want to set. But if guess what, if if something happens and our relationship goes that sort of direction, then beautiful, cool, like that's that's awesome. But I'd love to keep developing and keep growing that relationship with her. I'd love to, um, by that stage, obviously, I'd love our business to be in a completely different place, like Jet Set Plumbing and, and uh, the marketing company that, that's going on. I'd love that to keep growing and going at the pace that it is because we're like we're on a different page now, let alone in five years' time. Like It's scary to think, like, I don't know. When was the last time you've heard of a plumbing company paying off someone's mortgage? Mm. that's what we do yeah <laughs> so like it's scary to think well we've sent people to New York we've sent people to Las Vegas we've sent people to London these are customers that got their taps fixed mm. or their drain fixed or their toilet replaced like yeah. they've been sent around the world our customers like it, it's unbelievable we're, we've given free fuel for a year to a customer so like and that's in the last sort of three years so in five years time I don't know to tell you the truth in five years time fuck we might be buying a house for someone I don't even know like, yeah so that would be like I know that one of dad's big goals was to um, get get someone a car like to, to give away a car like, and yeah. these are all giveaways yeah, like, yeah. it's all giveaway stuff there's a huge part of that just Pardon me, there's a thing called like giftology. I mentioned it once yeah, before. before. Yeah, you read the book? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good? Yeah, it's great. I haven't read it yet. It's a huge thing though. Like, if you, like gifting is a major business tool. Like, it's huge. Yeah. 1% use it. Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah. Because <laughs> they haven't read the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they haven't read the book. That brings it back to because they're not, they, they, they're not, they're running a business, but they're, they're surviving a business, to tell you the truth. Yeah, they're not yeah. even running a business. Yeah. They're, they're, they're crawling a business. Mm. So, but, yeah, like five years' time. I, I honestly, like as I said, the investment properties, I'd love, uh, and I've also got goals for like, I also like like um, seeing like, I like, I feel like it's a, a personal goal of mine for my girlfriend, Emily, to achieve her goals, you yeah. know, like that's a personal goal of mine. And, and it's the same with like my brother. I'd love to see him debut in the NRL. Yeah. I've got my younger sister, Amelia. I'd love her to finish her, her master's or bachelor. I'm not the best on the uni terminology yeah. stuff, but she, she's got another opportunity to further her studies. I'd love her to finish that and, and get into um, the, the job that she wants to start getting experience. My younger siblings, they're still at school. They'll be finishing school, starting to get work and things like that. Like I've, I've got goals for them as well, but it's more or less supportive goals. Like I want yeah. to support them in what they're doing. So, but personally for me, it's, it's, it's the property. It's the, it's the property. It's the continuing to further jet set plumbing and, and, uh, the marketing business Rolls Royce digital. Um, and, and just, and and really start kicking kicking this this shit out of the park like yeah. that's that's the main thing I, I try and keep them fairly simple and obviously keep like my fitness I, I see that as a habit more yeah. than a goal but I, I don't get too serious about my fitness goals I do but I don't because mm. I, do, I, I really do like honing in on a couple of things at a time I yeah. don't like having two I, I don't get me wrong I like having multiple things on the go 
but mm. I don't like having like say I want to complete a marathon I also want to this year I want to complete a marathon get an investment property and fucking at, at work we give away a fucking a brand new house to someone yeah it's like alright that's a lot to swallow all at once it's like it's like trying to drink out of a fire hydrant yeah you know it can become overwhelming and then all of a sudden you're splitting your time between between the three and you're giving each 33% yeah so well, what one are you actually getting done like let's just get, get them done getting done for then yeah. move on yeah so, the, so to tell you the truth my big goals are property the, the business stuff with, with mm. uh, Jet Set and, and Rolls Royce and then also relationship wise with my girlfriend yeah. and, and my family and also my friends that's awesome I love hearing about their successes like yeah. nothing, nothing gets me off harder than hearing about them like hearing about all my friends yeah. my, my family my girlfriend hearing about them succeeding like hearing about yourself yeah. doing these things and got these goals that that well, that's, that's what that's the podcast cooking goals mate exactly like, it's not exactly it's like the plan was kicking goals and what you said there about your friends like I I don't see my friends as much as I'd like to anymore because I'm not Same. on the piss and stuff and, and that type of thing and, and might not get an invite here or there that's because you know that's life I'm yeah it's just how it happens I'm you know? the same I'm in my yeah but, but it's like and you're not that's bad right. about it. I'm not sour at all yeah not at I, all I like they're it. doing their thing and you're like oh I don't really want to be having 10 beers anyway so. and to tell you the truth it's self aware on their behalf, behalf because they know what they're going to get in response they're yeah. probably going to get a no yeah exactly <laughs> hey Jake come out in the piss oh wait no don't invite Jake he's not going to come yeah exactly <laughs> he's going to be going to, going to work tomorrow so he can't get on the piss and that's just them knowing you well exactly you for so I appreciate long. it yeah because <laughs> now because if they text me and said hey Jake want to come out out the piss I know they're going out the piss yeah. <laughs> so now I don't know what they're doing so it's yeah. good so I, I don't know all the parties they're having or all the fun yeah. the trips that they're having it's yeah. just I'm off social media I literally don't know what people do Yeah. so it's 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 a good and they said to me like oh we've got a movie club and I was like what <laughs> what? <laughs> what what are you talking about and they go yeah well we you know we, we, we meet every week before OzTag for half an hour and we discuss a movie that we've all watched in the week and we're all accountable and we all have a review about it and I'm like, that is the fucking, that's cool. the best thing I've heard this year. Like, that's this cool. is 2019. Like, I can't believe my mates, like, because I thought I was one of the only ones who were like, in this type of space with goals and doing stuff and yeah. interested in things outside of work or yeah. sport and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is amazing. Like, my yeah. best mates are doing something for them that they enjoy. It's like extracurricular. Yeah, they've got their own little club and stuff. Like, this is amazing. For that, sure. And that was just like, hearing that was like, just top of the world like, I know they're doing good I know they're having 100%. fun I know they're enjoying themselves even though I don't see them they're doing stuff they want to do and oh, that's cool it's, like, it's the best it's, it's the so best good. feeling It's there's nothing better like you talk about that uh, that 19 year old guy that, uh, mm. that goes to the gym his name's Jai yeah. there's no, like he came into the gym maybe like a month ago and he said Jack, and he's been talking to me for the last 6 months about it like yeah. Jake I got the investment property like it's, it's, it's settling like it's done yeah mate you, you should have seen me in the gym. I was honestly carrying on like a tool. Yeah. Just because I was like, mate, give me a bloody high five. I'm picking him up and throwing yeah. him. And I'm high fiving him and I'm bloody slapping him on the ass and everything because yeah. I'm just thinking, mate, this is a great thing. Like, this is unbelievable. This is, it feels like one of my goals has just been true. Yeah. But it's for him. Like, it's that's awesome. Like, that's so good to hear. When Emily says she's had an amazing day at work with the sales and things like that. I can't sleep for the next hour or two yeah. because I'm like, buddy, that's amazing. That's so so good. Like yeah. that is unbelievable. It it's seriously like it's it's to tell you the truth, it's almost better than when I and do motiv- something because I'm because yeah. I'm just like, that's awesome. You, you're yeah, killing good. it. And yeah. it motivates you to do your stuff. Hundred percent. And then you get the support in return as well. Hundred percent. Like, you show that that you care and things. People are going to show that towards you. Hundred well. percent. And yeah. that's the thing. And it's just a it's just a positive vibe. You're, you're positive vibing. Like you're yeah. just out in the world. Smiling, Being happy for people, dial, rather yeah. than I, to tell you what, 
if if you're one of those people that you hear someone um, you hear someone achieve, achieve something yeah. and you get sour about it or you start getting sad or you start getting angry or jealous or anything like that I feel sorry for you and I actually do feel sorry for you and I'm saying this with all I'm being legit I feel sorry for you and, and something needs to be changed in your headset or the people around you need to help you out yeah. Like, and I'm not going to apologise for those words yeah, no. because, because that's, that to me is, is sad because you're, you're rejecting positivity that's that's just that's just a fact. Like I, yeah. I feel bad for those people. You know. So but they gotta yeah they gotta be more self aware. They gotta they gotta see what's around them. You know, and they just gotta I don't know. It, it, I don't know how it gets to that stage. It's mm. it's it's I don't know. Maybe there's yeah. all sorts. And of And you people mentioned out that there. earlier today, like the two sides of the coin. It's like oh, a lot of people would have been pissed off that Donald got in, but it's like <laughs> everyone, like his family, his friends, the people who voted for him are like yes, we got Donald Trump in. Like this is the best thing ever. And the other fifty percent are like oh shit, but it's like those people they're yeah. still happy for that person. Well, you all right? This is a great side of the coin. All right. So recently, the Donald Trump's just bombed Iran and yeah. he's done all this stuff with Iran that's that's obviously the negative side of the coin but let's look at the positive side of the coin the American economy has never been better in the last like 45 years or something like that listening to a podcast that mm. an economist was talking about the the yeah. American economy and that's and what said he said he was going to do wasn't it yeah. exactly he, all the things that he said he was going to do he's going to do so is this guy a good, a good person or a bad person He's just bombed Iran, but the American economy has never been stronger, or it hasn't been stronger in something like 45 years or mm. 35 years. Like, hmm, I don't know, you know? Like, it's, bit, it's bit almost pieces like... Pieces of the puzzle, yeah. Exactly. You've got to know the full story. Mm. So, whereas people make these judgments from a and distance... assumptions is a big thing as exactly, well. Yeah. They make judgments from a distance, and they make assumptions on someone how someone is. Another bloke said... Another bloke, because I, I listen to a lot of these things, and, and he said about Trump, he said, listen... I've never, you know, there's there's so many people that act so good in the public eye, but they're they're really a shit person. Yeah, it's the opposite for Donald Trump. He acts like a shit guy in public, but he's actually the nicest guy. Yeah. And this is one of his closest like advisors, someone that, that mm. and he says it's unbelievable because I tell him get off Twitter. You you tweet too much. You you ca- you you say too many things that are yeah. that are wrong. You know, you're, you're not politically correct. You're not, which he's not. But he says. This is this is who I am, and and it's he said he comes across like such a shit bloke in public, yeah. but in, in in private he could not be more respectful and things like that. He could not be a more kind and generous person. And it's like, well, he's almost like the reverse of what everyone tries to do. So yeah. I guess which is true. Because but also he's funny. He's but a he gets successful men- guy. He, he gets mentioned on everything I'd ever be talking about. I used to watch him on wrestling when he's getting smacked in the mouth. Yeah, by Vince McMahon. Like, you know, I'm like, who's this guy? Like, yeah, in DT. But now he's like, you know, top of the world. So it's it's unbelievable, and just goes to show. Like, and he's read up on him. He's a smart cookie. I, I think like he's in, in terms of psychology and things like that. He's a pretty smart cookie. Like I, I'm like in terms of communicating with people and stuff, unbelievable. Like on another level. Yeah. On another level. Like you think. You think that the podcaster that you listen to or the author that you listen to is smart? Like, or the, the psychologist is smart? Just study this guy. He, I think he's on another level. In terms of intelligence. I'm yeah. not saying whether he's a good or bad guy or yeah, he's politically yeah. correct or anything. I just mm. think he's a fucking smart cookie. Yeah. He's very Forget smart. where he is, definitely. And I've heard just last two seconds on him, like, 
lost billions of dollars in companies and stuff. And he's come back. He's, come back. he's he was, not just taken. He it. was in debt for like nine hundred billion, uh, nine hundred million. Like yeah, he owed nine hundred million. How many of you listening to the podcast not own nine hundred million and come back and now you're the president of the United States? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't happen. No, it's not an everyday thing. I'm not. And as I said, I think he's. He's some of the things he says. He's a fucking wanker. Like, don't get me wrong. I think he's a fucking tool. And he gets that across his desk every day. Exactly. Yeah. Hate mail. Could you imagine the hate mail he would get? Like he, like literally. Sure, I can't believe someone hasn't just He'd like have a, body, a, a property for the bloody all the mail he gets. He must but. have like a body double going everywhere, like <laughs> just distracting everyone. You know, like someone yeah. that looks the same as him, dresses the same, acts the same, yeah. just because he's like, listen, he's in trouble. I'm getting sniped from somewhere. Yeah, like I can't believe it. But as I said, he's 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 doing what he's, he's doing. doing what he's doing. I really admire your work ethic and ability to just do. And it's great to know that they're like-minded people who are out there in the world. And no doubt, in the future, we will be the leaders, I think, of running it. So I just want to thank for coming on today. And Mate, thank you very much for chat. having me. As yeah. I said, any, anyone out there that's um, listening to this podcast, I think you're, you're, you're onto something listening to this one. Because I think you're getting... Like, and I've listened to your previous podcasts and things. I think that it's awesome, the questions that you ask. I think once a, you just mentioned me about Just Do It. Like, we were talking in the gym about you doing a podcast... We're sitting here overlooking Burley, Burley Beach, and you're doing a podcast. You just did it, yeah. So, like, I admire you in the same in the same way. So, I think that the the, the listeners should get behind this, the cooking goals and things like that. They should get behind you because, as I said, you're you're someone that's doing things as well, and a bit of a mover and a shaker. Realistically, we should jump, we should reverse yeah, it now, and, and I start asking you the questions. <laughs> we should that may be part two, but thanks, Jake. I no, really appreciate that. Thank you very much nah. for for having me, and this is an awesome setup. No problem. Thank you. The last question is, what's an ideal day for Jake Harris an ideal day god ah oh, this could go so many ways yeah I the ideal day my ideal day I, I gotta be honest my ideal day was probably to tell you the truth to, t- to tell you the honest to god truth it would have been um close to Christmas day this year yeah. Or, yeah. or just just been yeah very, very cl- something very close to that I, I spent the whole day I, I went to the gym, so I got my fitness fix. Yeah. I, I read some of the book, and I'm not gonna like I could go through step by step yeah, like the yeah. breakfast, but yeah. you know that's bore that's like a little bit too much. But I literally spent the whole day with Emily, my girlfriend, my, my immediate family at my house. Um, I, I ate good food. I, I there was sunlight. I was in the pool. We went to the beach. I read some of my book. I went to the gym. It was simple. Like it was simple. I, I did everything that I like. Everyone was there. All my brothers and sisters, my mum, my dad. Everyone was there. It was perfect. Perfect we- uh, weather. Everyone was in great, great spirits and things like that. I can't. Can't fault it. Yeah. I can't ask for too much more. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, Simple sure things that you look forward to as well, like things like Christmas Day, Easter, and all birthdays. Yeah. They're the times that you just you're not thinking about anything else no, in the world. There's no except hassle. for the people that you're with and what you're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Them. There's there's yeah. no hassle. Like I was, it was just chilled out. Everyone was in a happy mood. Obviously, Christmas Day. Everyone's mm-hmm. got like my little sister Misty. She's riding around on an electric scooter. My yeah. younger brother Taj riding around on an electric skateboard. Like that's those are the, the the awesome times. Like I'm I'm having just as much fun watching these guys. Yeah, riding down the street in an electric scooter and giggling. Yeah, like that's that's to me a great day. You know, yeah. that's great. So, and and it was just that was a that was a sensational sensational. That's day. awesome. So yeah, well, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, twenty twenty, mate. What, yeah, what are you? Move, what's what's move on now. What, what's your? You, I'll, I'll ask you a final question. We'll flip the script a little bit here. Yeah. What's a, what's something in twenty twenty that you that you want to achieve? 
achieve. One, one thing that you want to, you know, it doesn't have to be the biggest or the smallest. Yeah. One thing that you want to achieve will hold you accountable, and and at the end of the year, we'll see what's we'll see if it's. Well, I think it's going to be in the role of in the footsteps of Jake Harris. It's probably going to be an investment property. Beautiful, good one. Yeah, and I awesome. think it's an important thing, like in our age group, to be able to learn about the economy and what, what's going on because yeah. and it's very hard to, to, to tell what's going to happen but yeah. um, oh, you know, another financial crisis or you know this or yeah. that or they've just released the next 5% deposit these days for the first 10,000 homes in Queensland yep. so dad's got back from overseas mum's overseas now and I've got a I'm pretty fortunate with the um, the lifestyle that I live and the people that I'm around and so I've saved about $20,000 beautiful and mum and dad are like well whatever you save will match and then oh. we'll, we'll go into something and oh, then we'll set it up so it's like it's proper. And so I would personally like to get more because I'm still going to live at home for a long time, yep. uh, I think, because just, just from where I live. <laughs> Don't yeah. blame you, brother. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. I wish this was also a vlog because yeah. you guys would be looking at this going, what the fuck? What's going on out there? Yeah. It's an unbelievable, unbelievable spot. Um, and so I feel as though I'd like to go into more commercial because I'm not going to necessarily... Yep need somewhere to, to live but then I then I've been advised that it's a lot harder to get into that space okay um, so I feel it's like yeah getting something residential in this in the Gold Coast area where it's awesome. a little bit more booming at these days um, awesome. it's going to be the place to be in a few years so awesome awesome so think about doing that this year that's an ultimate goal but then yeah small ones around I've got like a, a weekly email series I've started Sweet. I've already hit it up last Monday got one coming out tomorrow good one and so I really want to try grow that a bit to maybe like probably a hundred plus um subscribers to the yeah, email sorry. and so that's been really fun just just writing it up and just getting some information out there but that's sweet. just starting now January that's probably what's on the cards for this year so yeah, far nice so, one nice one yeah no I appreciate that that's good because I don't I get to speak a lot about myself on this you know you're focusing on others sure. and stuff so. for sure no, I and putting that out there to the listeners now they know exactly know? exactly so, we're holding you accountable now yeah, everyone's yeah. going to be watching and, and everyone's going to subscribe to that email list yeah. I tell you what your email might one month to, it might be who knows it might be March it might be July it might be October who knows what month but you, might be, you, you might be sending out some, some big news and it might be a little, a little fish hook dangling in front of the, <laughs> <laughs> the subscribers so that's it and it could go to 100 before then you know and it's exactly. not what we said today about stopping there just keep growing you know for things sure. like that so because sure. I think email subscription is a major thing that I've learnt from 2019 being a part of it heaps of other ones and you just pick up little gems from here and there for five yeah. cents and you never forget those things and no. so I want to try put those little gems in other people's lives so good one man no, no, thanks for that you're doing the right thing you're on, you're, on, you're on your own path which is awesome like you're, you're not doing what everyone you're, else you're, is doing yeah you're yeah. living new like you said you said earlier today you want to be the not the opposite of everyone, but that unique person, you know, who's yeah, we'll just, just doing doing the fly. So I, I want to make my own decisions and and be held accountable for what I decide to do. Yeah. Not, I'm not following anyone's f- drumbeat or footsteps. Yeah. So, so thanks yeah. again for coming on, Jake. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. Good Thank day. You. Have a have a great day. Well, what a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed having a conversation with Jake. And unfortunately, I couldn't keep the rest of our ad hoc conversation at the start in there. Otherwise, the episode will be running until next week. So I'm really glad that he came on eventually. And it was good to be able to have a a nice catch up and just a real good conversation with someone who's kind of got the same mindset as myself in terms of growth and personal development. Um, So really glad that that was able to. Now, you might have heard at the very start of the episode, I have a new sponsor, Prepped, and I've mentioned them in the last couple of episodes, just kind of, I guess, getting you guys prepared for Prepped, pardon the pun, but if you'd like to win a a two-pack of their pre and post products, 
uh, I have a question for you, and the first person to email me or direct message me on Instagram with the answer will be able to win and I'll, uh, the products, and I'll be able to send them to you uh, as soon as I have them in my hands. Um, so the question is, and you'll be able to find this answer on their website, where did Prepped get the idea for their branding image? So have fun with that one, guys, and I'm off to get back to the whiteboard after an episode. Signing off now, The Cooks. To finish off, as always, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it as this is a passion of mine. Don't forget to leave a review. It helps other people find the show. And please share this episode on your social media or tell a friend to continue spreading the message of cooking goals. You can sign up to our weekly email by clicking the link in the description of this episode and follow our Instagram at the Cooks Community. But until next time, remember to breathe.